And yes, yes, no, we are live. Sabaha, everybody. Welcome back to the channel. Um, and welcome back to another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. Uh, today is uh, Saturday. I think this is Saturday the 9th. So it's the day before Mother's Day. So if you haven't got a chance yet, uh, make sure you go out and make sure you get something very special. If you can't go out uh, for your mom or obviously your, uh, you know, your wife, your mom, your sister, if they're a mom and they're in your life and they're in your household and you're with them for obviously for this extended amount of time, please make sure to get them something very special as I'm sure they would appreciate it uh, as we all need a little bit of a pick me up. And of course, it's that one day a year. Um, my name is TK Bay. Welcome back to the channel. <laughs> Uh, I should learn to basically silence some of my uh, my notifications on my devices before we start the video. Uh, let's go ahead and bring this one here. Uh, this one actually is the TCL 10 uh, Pro. That's the, one of the things that we want to talk about today. And one of the other things, obviously, we, I want to talk to you guys today is also the Wireless Bullets Z. This is uh, it's a video that's doing quite well on the channel for this week. And uh, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about some of the stuff that came up with it, answer some of the main questions that I were getting there. So I kind of wanted to bring it up into the actual live stream. Um, I did test it out on both the OnePlus 8 Pro as well as my, uh, you know, Galaxy S20 Ultra, just to kind of get the experience of the, you know, experience with or without, uh, you know, using uh, Oxygen OS uh, based device like a OnePlus device. So uh, first foremost, hey Matt Tyler's in the uh, in the chat, uh, Charlie of course, uh, Gary the fireman, hey welcome man, you made it this time, welcome <laughs> welcome back man. Uh, Hey man, uh, of course everybody. Scary's. Uh, yeah, I, I love if this. If there's anything that I really like about Streamyard the most, it's this feature: the ability of adding people's uh, comments straight into the actual live stream, so people can see where they are and who they, who's everybody in there. And of course, uh, Richard is in there. Hey, good morning, man. Good morning. And of course, Matt Tyler, as usual, uh, joining us from the UK. Uh, and it is a little bit later in the after in the evening, afternoon, and evening for him. So definitely appreciate you joining us here. Um, but let's go ahead and kind of recap. Uh, overall, this week on the channel, I posted uh, three, well, two videos, really. Uh, there's the main channel uh, videos that were pretty much focusing on OnePlus and TCL devices. And I chose to put the TCL 10L and the 10 Pro together in one video. I know a lot of people did separate videos for them for the unboxing and initial impressions. But I felt like the one, the, the 10 Pro and the 10L felt like there was a good uh, mid-range to kind of, they're both mid-range devices, but one more budget friendly. Um, so where I'm talking about essentially is uh, both of these devices. Let's go ahead and, and bring them into the actual view uh, as people are starting to join. Uh, Javier is joining us. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, all the way from India. Welcome, welcome, man. Um, so what I'm talking about today is uh, obviously the, the, this one. So we have the 10L that we talked about last week during the live stream, and we had that for about a week. And then this week, we, of course, received the brand new 10 Pro. Now, the 10L is roughly going to be somewhere around 350 bucks. That's a very good price for a device, especially with some of the features that we have here. And the 10 Pro is rumored to be roughly around 450 bucks. So both under 500 bucks. Um, the 5G model is not coming to the US, as you probably already know. Uh, and of course, uh, <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, so we have Tony's in the uh, in the in the comments as well, and then of course Wi-Fi study here. Can you can you guide me for me for uh, for the buds for OnePlus Z wireless? So we, we are going to talk about little, about the the bullets Z. These are the bullets wireless Z, the latest edition or the latest headset coming out from OnePlus, and we'll talk obviously a little bit more as well about the TCL 10 Pro and some of the main things I like about it. But uh, in the video, we covered both of these devices, talking about some of the specification differences, the difference in size. They're roughly about 6.5 inches each, uh, both running an IPS, well, an IPS panel, an OLED panel, both running a 1080p panel. But you can definitely see that the material, or at least the design that we have here on the 10 Pro, is definitely uh, more geared toward, I would say, uh, a premium feel at a budget price point. 
uh, camera setup here is 64 megapixel sensor. Uh, from what I understand, is very similar to the one we saw on the V60, as well as here the 48 megapixel sensor, wide-angle lens, telephoto, and we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, what I really like about the fact is that the 10L, again at 250 bucks, uh, offers us a great uh, offers us a great basically a value for that money. So the video is posted; it is live on the channel, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well. Um, oh yeah, detailed in it. Hey, Sabaha, Sabaha, welcome back to the channel. And uh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, Gary's answering Kumar's question. Um, so with that, that was one of the other videos that we posted. And then, of course, uh, there was that review of the Wireless Bullet Z. Uh, now, the Wireless Bullet Z, if we, obviously you guys are probably aware of those, uh, were announced and actually made available at the same time as the OnePlus 8 and the 8 Pro. Uh, OnePlus decided to bring in a, a low-cost and I would say more budget-friendly version of the OnePlus Bullets. Uh, now, we've seen the Bullets first generation, the Bullets 2. We've had them for about a year now. And then, of course, they, you know, they released a few colors of them. I think the olive green is the last one. Um, and the last thing, obviously, is they just announced the Bullet Z. The Bullet Z is supposed to be basically half the price of what the Bullets Wireless 2 are. And it's providing you an experience where it's supposed to basically be more of a budget friendly. Uh, now, surprisingly, in the US, it sells for 50 bucks. But actually, I was told quite a few times in the comments on that video that I posted that in India, it actually sells for $25 worth. So the pricing uh, of the OnePlus 8, the OnePlus 8 Pro, as well as the wireless Bullet Z um, are also adjusted for the Indian market as all of those three, the three devices, actually both smartphones as well as headphones were adjusted for the price point. So keep that in mind. Um, I heard I heard OnePlus don't have so yeah, so let's let's go ahead and jump into this one. Uh, so here we have a comment right right there from Wi-Fi Study. Um, they basically there's the comment. Obviously, a lot of people, depending if you're personally a, a base head, and what I mean by that is you definitely look for uh, headphones or true wireless headphones that provide you that experience where it's basically heavy in bass. So the mids and lows are very strong. Uh, you definitely feel it in your ears when you're listening to music. Um, I feel like the straight answer to that is yes. Uh, the wire the bullet seeds are not base heads type of headphones. Uh, they're budget friendly. They're not running Aptex HD as well. They're running, um, I think it's AAC HD. Uh, so from the base profile, like the mids and lows, you're going to get some base. It's not like totally gone, but it's not very strong. So what I would say is just if you're used to them, you're not going to get that basically, oh my God, these things are bouncing, bouncing in my ears. Uh, it definitely sounds well. They, they do get very loud. The microphones on them are actually pretty good. And the range on them is also very, very nice. So just something to keep in mind. Um, the one thing that I did receive a lot of questions on during the video, or at least in the comments, um, uh, and I'll jump into the question real quick for Aditya, but I'm going to actually throw that in here just to kind of keep it in so that I don't forget. Um, the uh, the main thing that a lot of people were focusing on is obviously is the latency. It's supposed to have actually one of the main features that they talk about even on the box. Let's go ahead and switch it over. Uh, you'll notice right here on the box, it says obviously is low latency mode. And it specifically talks about the fact that it is supported within fanatic mode on OnePlus devices. So this is a feature that is available on OnePlus devices. You do need to obviously be using something with Oxygen West that does support fanatic mode. So just keep that in mind. So generally like 2019 to 20, uh, 2020 version of devices. So set the 7 Pro as well, all the way up to now. And that's where you're able to get the low latency. And we'll get a chance to do a quick demo of that on the OnePlus, uh, the Bullets Wireless C. Um, a little bit of a sneak peek. Latency is very, very low. Uh, I, from my experience playing PUBG, I have had that no problem recognizing a the audio, uh, basically where the uh, where the shooting is from, where the performance is, and as far as actually hearing when myself actually you know, like if I'm firing something, it definitely doesn't have any problem. So I, 
I'll, I'll have a, I have a way of demonstrating it, and hopefully that'll be good enough to answer the question. Uh, but let's jump back real quick as far as uh, Aditya's questions. Are the TCL phones available for purchase? They seem like they're solid recommendations for my family who are uh, who are just getting into the Android space. Uh, so to answer the question for that, Aditya, they are going to be available soon. Um, I don't know specifically the actual date availability as far as when it is actually going to happen. But my understanding, it was supposed to be sometime in May. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to find out very soon. But the price point, as, as I think most people are reporting on, seems to be consistent as everybody's referring to. The 10L will be something around $249 to $250, as well as the 10 Pro will be something around like the $450. Um, both of them are running Snapdragon 6 series type of uh, chipsets. And what I mean by that is uh, this, uh, the 10L is running the Snapdragon 665, and I think the, uh, the 10 Pro is running the Snapdragon uh, 675. Uh, there is a bump in performance between the two. There is actually a little bit more as well as far as the UI and the performance where we get there. Um, let me work quick, double, uh, double check some of the stuff in the comments, and then we'll jump over. Uh, George, uh, Mobile Geezer is in the, in the house. Welcome back. Welcome back, sir. And um, uh, here, so enjoy... The XM3, yeah, so yeah, definitely. Matt Tyler's recommendation is definitely very good. The XM3s are definitely going to be much better for base. Uh, but again, it just depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for something that has additional optimizations done at the OS level from OnePlus, the bullets obviously are going to work for you. They're not true wireless. That's the other thing. Um, let's go ahead and bring them into the actual picture. So you'll notice right here, the, the Bullet Z are actually wired headphones. Uh, the setup for the most part of the design is actually very much the same of what the last two generations of Bullets are. We have a band that goes in the back. We have batteries. The battery is basically housed within those two devices. Uh, it does support warp charging, which means we need to be able to charge it really quick. 10 minutes should be able to give you up to 10 hours with 20 hours of maximum performance. We have a button here that enables us to actually switch between two devices seamlessly. And what I mean by that is if I'm connected to, to both of my devices, and I did that in video, I'm able to double press this button and it'll switch between one device to the other, as long as these two are the last two devices I paired. Uh, of course, we have a, the controller here with the microphone present on the back. Uh, audio performance, as far as calls, was actually pretty solid. Uh, the other party on the other side uh, had no issues, no problem hearing me. We can launch the assistant with this button. And of course, we have the automatic pause and play on uh, the bullet side, which means if I separate them and you have them connected with the feature turned on on the OnePlus, it starts playing them. The last time it was playing music, putting them back together, shuts out the unit, and then obviously pauses the music. Um, the one thing you want to be aware, though, is the, uh, the wireless Bullet Z are not going to include a pouch. And uh, pretty much it's just you get the headphones and you basically get the uh, USB-C to USB Type-A to charge them with the additional tips and some instruction manuals. Very, uh, I would say, uh, just you know the essentials that you need directly from OnePlus. And again, warp charging, long battery life, magnetic control, waterproofing as well. That's another thing that if you're uh, basically a runner or you definitely want to be in sure you have some resistance. Uh, quick switch, that function that I told you about double pressing that button and of course, low latency within Fanatic mode. So really like them. Um, I think for 50 bucks in the US, they're going to perform well. I just, again, I wouldn't recommend them if you're looking into very, uh, very much a base heavy uh, type of headphones. So these are not tuned to perform in that way. I think for audio, for uh, for vocals, as far as uh, listening to podcasts, music, uh, and obviously I was saying music, like more vocal based music, this is going to work okay. They do have some bass. It's not totally gone. It's not like there's just nothing as far as the thump. It's just, it's very, uh, by comparing them to some of the more bass heavy, like beats, I would say, uh, the XM3s, as, as Matt Tyler was saying, I think those will perform much better for you guys. Um, let's go ahead and double check real quick. Uh, so here, um, 
Abdulbakir Sadiq, uh, he's asking me, which camera are you using? Uh, I'm assuming you're using, you're talking about the one for the actual live stream. A um, couple of cameras. Uh, I'm using a GH5 right there, uh, and I'm also using a uh, Sony Handycam. And uh, I control them from an external source uh, that connects directly into StreamYard. So I am using a, I'm, I'm obviously using more professional level cameras, not a webcam, uh, to be able to basically do the interface. And I usually, it's the same setup that I use for my normal video production. And then normally what I just do is I turn on the streaming functionality that uses this microphone. Otherwise, I'll be using a more of a lab microphone. So hopefully that makes sense for you guys. Um, does the ACC drain battery more than the Aptex HD? Um, in my experience, I haven't actually seen that they do. Uh, they last almost as much. Um, and I'm assuming, uh, I'm assuming you're referring to more of the battery drain on the smartphone. Um, the OnePlus 8 Pro has a 4,500 milliamp battery. To me, after even listening to music for the amount of hours that I listened to them, and literally it's impossible for us to actually even notice the big difference. I would say it's more among the performance. Uh, they're both connected, obviously, via the Bluetooth uh, technology. So there's going to be that level of uh, somewhat of a minor latency, I would say. But I, I do want to say that when you run Fanatic mode and you do shut off all the other stuff running in the background and have just everything dedicated for the game, I feel like it does actually help. Uh, but as far as battery drain, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry as much. Uh, batteries obviously are massive. Uh, this is going to be minuscule as far as when it registers for performance. So not not an issue at all. Uh, let's go ahead and jump here. Let's take that one away. Uh, here. So would they be better without true wireless headphones? Uh, so let's look at real quick with Matt Tyler. Uh, these will be better for uh, for for workouts than true wireless headphones. So I think that kind of fits into the uh, overall usability because they're neck bands and they actually sit on the neck. If you don't want to use them and let's say you're in the middle of a run, you can just put them back around your, uh, just close them up and you're not going to have to worry about them. So here would be very simple. If I'm listening to them and I'm done, put them there, close them. I'm done. I don't have to worry about them. I don't have to put them in my pocket. I don't have to figure out where to do something with them. There's a big uh, difference between true wireless and uh, wired headphones that are like these. These are more considered to be for exercise. I'm not saying you can't work out with true wireless, but that's a plus of one of the main features that you can appreciate about having it like this. Also, the ability of, let's say, if you're starting to talk to somebody, you don't have to actually tap and pause. You just literally put them in, put them together. The music pauses. You don't have to worry about stopping it. And then when you put them back into your ears, they work. So really good. And of course, you can use them in one ear mode if you'd like. Uh, let's go ahead and scroll back uh, here. Welcome back. Is it okay to, for study purposes? Definitely. I, I think they, um, from an audio podcast, from listening to lectures, I think anything vocal-wise was actually pretty good for me. And even music. I'm not saying that they're bad headphones. It, my recommendation would be is whenever you're listening to any type of headphones, always understand the main benefit of what you're listening to. Uh, if you're listening to heavy bass music and you want to basically feel the bass in your ears, this is not going to be it. But it, for general use, for music listening, um, audio podcasts, or any kind of content that is just generally takes up an obviously extended amount of time because of the battery life, they're going to do well. Uh, but there again, there are other options on the markets that are basically comparably priced that may provide you that experience that you're looking for, even in a true wireless experience, like a little bit more than 50 bucks, but even then you'll be able to get it better. Um, does the, okay, we already, I think we've already talked about that one, uh, Gary, the fireman. So here, um, I've had the bullets, the bullets too, and I can't kill them. <laughs> Sound is good for working out and for phone calls, obviously uh, not audio file grade, but definitely, but good enough for me. 
I agree. Uh, when I compare them to the Bullets 2, that was my main takeaway there. Uh, battery life is ridiculously long. They still have the same functionality as far as automatically switching. Uh, they don't necessarily, um, I mean, they do support Aptex HD. That's the other thing. It's not only just the specification, but the drivers in there, they sound much better and the base there is much, much pre more and more present. I wouldn't necessarily the, you know, recommend these for, as Gary was saying, this in kind of audiophile. Again, for outdoors, for listening, for for work type things, and not having to worry to lose one of the earpieces, having this style of headphones is definitely much easier. Again, you put them there and you're done and you can just walk around. Not a problem at all. Um, here, let's look at real quick here. So uh, Piyush is asking, hey, would you suggest the wireless Zs for 25 bucks in India just based on its call quality and mic quality? And what about the call-in and noise environment? So uh, noisy environment, there's a couple of things you want to keep in mind. Having these headphones in your ear by default reduces the amount of noise going into your ear. So for your experience, for the user's experience, definitely a little bit better. There's no noise cancellation or noise isolation, but there's definitely ambient noise reduction. As far as the microphones, yes, they work quite well because of the my, my proximity to the subject. The way it's actually present right there, you'll notice that the microphone is literally very close, less than not even six, six inches away. And the music did actually start right away as I put it in my ear because I was listening to music before the show. Um, so audio quality is going to be pretty good. Uh, I felt like when I played the music, or actually when I did test the audio on the microphones between the Bullets 2 and the Bullets uh, Z, um, the other side actually preferred the Bullet Z. They sounded like the microphone was better as far as the overall experience. Not that they couldn't hear me on the other one, uh, but between the 2 and the Z, I think the Z kind of sounded better. So they should definitely work much better. And for 25 bucks, again, in India, you're definitely getting a much better deal on them. So I think they're definitely worth it from that aspect. As long as you're not worried about getting, you know, you don't want to listen to bass music, you should be fine. Uh, let's go ahead and bring this over here. Uh, 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 so here's it's a nice little comment. It says, Ramadan Mubarak." It's basically saying, um, "Happy, happy." I guess it's like Happy New Year, not Happy New Year. It's like a, you know, a happy. It's kind of like the Happy New Year for Ramadan, as you guys know. I am fasting Ramadan. Ramadan. We're actually almost at the middle of Ramadan, and it's saying Ramadan Mubarak as well. Um, and then, uh, and then, of course, I have some of my other Arabic uh, friends. Alan, Alan thought it. <laughs> so as you guys know, Tarek is uh, my name. TK is my nickname. So yeah, definitely. Uh, now, let's look at real quick. So here, Wi-Fi study. What about compatibility? Um, compatibility, they're pretty much, I think they work as any Bluetooth headphones. There's really not much of a big difference. Uh, what you're looking essentially is that how is the performances between devices? The only difference is that if you're not using a OnePlus device, you're, you're obviously going to miss out on that low latency mode. And you're also going to miss out on the boost mode that's present specifically into the actual UI. So let's go ahead and switch over. And I'll answer um, Wi-Fi studies uh, kind of real quick question. So here we are. Uh, let's unlock. Gotta make sure we get this stuff right. And I'll go ahead and separate the headphones. So we're gonna listen to it. And just kind of a proven putting, I just went ahead and separated them. So let's bring this away. And you notice the music starts up again on its own, that even if I'm playing music using uh, YouTube. Uh, if I jump over into the settings, we'll jump over into the customizations, actually not customizations, under sound. So let's go ahead and uh, we'll move the, T the TCL 10 there. Uh, you'll notice there's a few options. There's the Atmos here that turns on. And once you actually turn it on, there's an extra feature here. It's called the earphone sound enhancement feature for the wireless bullet Z. And of course, it does the same thing for the bullets too. 
Um, and then actually add some additional preferences. You're also able to customize an EQ in them. Those are things that are specifically made for this because when I turn off the headphones, if I, let's say, put them away, you notice that these features go away. They're not present in there. So these level of customizations that you get directly within the UI are not going to be present on other smartphones. Is the audio performance going to be pretty much the same? Let's go ahead and put that in there. Uh, yeah, for the most part, I think the audio performance is going to be pretty much the same. Uh, not necessarily too heavy bass, uh, pretty well balanced audio. And of course, if you're using devices, let's say like the Samsung S20 Ultra, it actually does support the Dolby Atmos as well as some uh, little bit of tuning in there that you're able to turn on. So not a bad experience at all. Uh, Matt Tyler is, um, it's the battery life in low latency mode that, that I'm curious about, mostly about the Razer. Uh, about the Razers are the only ones that, are, that uh, the only ones I know of uh, that are dedicated, they have a dedicated mode, and theirs, they were, these weren't great, and theirs weren't great. Um, okay, so let's talk about battery life. Battery life is ridiculous, as Gary kind of mentioned before. OnePlus is known for massive long battery life on their headphones, and they do charge quite fast, specifically if you use the warp charger that comes with the OnePlus 8, or even the one that we got last year with the OnePlus 7 series. They'll charge much, much faster. Again, 10 minutes do definitely give you a very long time of playback. I found it very hard for me to be able to kill these batteries pretty quickly within the first couple of days after a full charge. And again, that's within mixed usage. I mean, I'm, I'm switching between two different devices. I'm listening to music. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm also listening to basically phone calls and using them in that in that aspect. So I think that that specifically kind of gets you right away. As far as the latency, I played PUBG for about 45 minutes session and I had no problem recognizing A, the source of the audio, and especially when I'm playing, I didn't have that this disconnect that I normally get with Bluetooth headphones. What I recommend you doing though is turning on fanatic mode as they recommend. And of course that enhances that. So latency I felt like was pretty good. I didn't really realize that there was any issues. So these should perform well, although I'm not sure if they're selling for 50 bucks in the UK the same way they're selling here or not. Um, yeah, Ramadan, exactly. Um, and, and yes, so here, uh, let's bring that real quick. Mac Tyler, it's fireman. Those bullets were great score for you. Yeah, definitely. I think those are great. The bullets too, I think, are definitely, if you're able to go a little bit more, I feel like the bullets too will definitely give you that much better experience because I feel like the experience that you're getting there is um, it's not as expensive as some of the other headphones on the market. I mean, obviously you have to discount the fact that there's no head, there's no, um, you know, uh, noise cancellation, noise isolation, anything like that. So you're just basically getting a really long battery life on a pair of headphones that really work great for outdoors when you're working outdoors and you're not wanting to worry about losing a pair of headphones. True wireless are great when it when they're in the year, but if you have to take them out and start putting them in spots, um, I can't tell you how many times. I've actually lost one of the pieces to try to go back and find where it is. So just be aware, much easier and definitely much more organized. Uh, and if you're wearing a collar shirt, this actually fits right under the collar shirt. And then for me, the way I used to do it, I used to basically just put it on the collar shirt and then I pin it in the back. So it sits right under my collar. And when I'm able, when I want to use it, just bring it back and put them in directly in my ear. They work really good and easy to hide. Um, let's go further down. Uh, is Dash Charger, that, is that to come with OnePlus 5 compatible? Um, I think it'll it should be compatible. I have I don't have a dash charger anymore to be able to uh, test it out. Those I think were originally tw uh, 15 watt chargers, so I'm not sure if it does need to have the 30 watt charger. Uh, but again, they charge pretty quickly. The battery on these things are not massive, so even with the dash, I would imagine that it shouldn't be too long for you to be able to charge them. So definitely much there, very very fast. Um, although they don't include a charger in the box, even with the bullets too. So just be aware of that. What's the 
Okay, so here, Abdul Bakr is asking another question. What's your take on the OnePlus 8 and the 8 Pro? Um, they're coming into a bicycle about a thousand dollar mark now, and have they have they finally settled? Uh, and uh, uh, from their statement, never settle. Um, there's a, there's a way of looking at this, Abdul Bakr. I would say is uh, look at it in this sense: the thousand dollar mark is the best OnePlus 8 Pro. It is not the entry point or the starting point for either one of these devices. So when you look at it in that in that sense, so it's six ninety nine and eight ninety nine are the entry points for these devices. I don't think the never settles uh, moniker. I think in in many ways, I think what we used to know the meaning, yeah, uh, you know, they, the one you know OnePlus is the flagship killer. So I think that term kind of went out. I don't think they're trying to be the flagship killer. I think their goal now is to be the flagship. So that's definitely there. And when they say never settle, I think that really mostly refers to uh, don't settle for having to pay 1500 bucks. Don't settle for having to basically say, I want to be able to basically play, uh, you know, 120 hertz or, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm um, sorry, a QHD display at the same time. That's the type of settling I think that they're trying to refer to. Um, I don't think they're stopping in this uh, in where they are right now with the the 8 Pro. I feel like they're going to still try to push things and provide us better uh, experiences. Uh, again, this is the first version of the device in the beginning of the year. So obviously they're going to need to add some stuff. But we have 5G now. We have uh, obviously the 120 hertz with QHD resolution on the 8 Pro, 90 hertz with the 1080p on the 8. The 8 and the 8 Pro for the most part are literally copycats uh, models of, of each other with a slightly difference in battery size as well as the display. So um I think they're definitely still giving you a great value if you're looking for uh, more of a, I wouldn't say mid-range to lower, mid-range to budget si uh, style devices. I feel like hopefully the OnePlus 8 Lite or the OnePlus X that may, uh, at least we're hearing rumors about, that may end up answering that question. But for the most part, they're going to basically be around that $1,000 mark. Does it mean next year they'll cross it? Uh, it's hard to tell. But at the end of the day, I feel like they're still providing us a great value for the money, and you don't have to go over a thousand dollars to get the best version of their devices. Again, nine ninety nine, it's a thousand bucks, but that's the main experience there. Um, let's scroll down a little. So, oh yeah, so okay, so it's a little bit. I mean, if you compare them, kind of for price point, it's the cheapest place you'll be able to get it is from India. The U.S. is fifty bucks, the U.K. is fifty pounds. So yeah, it's it's basically, uh, I think, pretty much staggered, and but they kind of kept them in that same market there. Uh, so as far as the actual comparison between OnePlus 7 Pro and the OnePlus 8 Pro's display, uh, so we talked about that one last time and I wanted to actually, I didn't forget about the request. I just didn't get a chance to kind of come uh, bring it around, uh, there. Uh, the best way I would probably explain this is, uh, it's a big difference in the sense of the display just overall footprint because you don't have the, the camera. Uh, you know, the punch hole camera with the 7 Pro, you had a pop-up camera. But as far as the actual display, I mean, uh, overall, it's a thinner, more, uh, I would say, cinematic style, so closer to the way the videos or movies are actually shot. And of course, runs at a much higher uh, re refresh rate as opposed to the resolution. Resolution-wise, they're both the same. It's just slightly different in the form factor. Both have a, basically a curved edge. So I would say, if you're just looking at quality of display of actual uh, playback, I feel like at 120 hertz, the 8 Pro's display would definitely perform better. Uh, the software optimizations that they're going to be pushing out will definitely fix some of the concerns that some people are having there with the whole uh, basically green tint and the black crush. My unit does not seem to suffer from that issue, so I'm not sure if this is just very small, limited number of devices. Uh, but if I had to put between the two, I think the 7 Pro's display is still very good. If you have a 7 Pro, definitely don't worry about it. I think the experience is definitely more optimized to the 120 hertz because we don't have 90 hertz at the, on the 8 Pro. So you will, if you want to compare them straight head to head, we would have to compare them at the 60 frames per second because that's the one resolution that they're able to match. QHD is 60, which I don't feel like is the best way to compare. So 
I think it's if you have one, definitely enjoy it. If you're looking to get one, I would recommend you going to the 8 Pro for the better experience. So let's bring that one here. Uh, my quality uh, and wire quality. Uh, okay, so Jadeep's asking, is my quality, uh, the, the Zs, the Bullets Zs are performing much better than the Bullets 2. So just kind of an experience. Uh, overall, as far as hearing me on the other end, in a good, basically loud or quiet environment, there was no problem. The placement of the microphone is, again, very, very close to where your mouth is. So that's where the presence is. Obviously, if you don't have the beard, much easier. But for me, it worked out great. And the controls on the actual uh, controller work really good. The microphone is present in the back. And as it sits there, it definitely works very close. So it's the positioning of it is very nice. It's not sitting in the ear. It's right close to where your vocal, you're basically projecting your audio. So overall, very good. And of course, if you ever have a really problem, you can definitely bring it up. But I don't think, I think it's going to perform quite well. Uh, wire quality, as well as the wireless bullets too. The same material, same design as the bullets too. When you compare them one to one, if I didn't tell you which one was the other and you didn't recognize the material on the actual ear tip for the color, they would actually be confused as one, or one would be as the other. So that's the big difference. Design, very good. Um, and because of the way they are, they're not actually going to be cringing it. And they don't include a case. So when you're housing them, you end up basically tie in the top here, make it into a small one. And of course, just putting them together like this. Very nice, very easy to put away. And they fit in your pocket, obviously, very easily. I'm really happy that you guys are very enjoying this one. Uh, so here, let's jump over real quick. Chin Meishin, Chin De, sorry, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. The iPhone SE 2020 is better than the OnePlus 5, and I'm on the OnePlus 5. Um, I mean, if you have to compare the two, obviously, as the OnePlus 5 is about a few years back, right? So we're talking about is, is this the experience of basically what you're getting there? I think the the improvements that we've seen with the iPhone 2 SE, uh, where the iPhone SE uh, 2020 obviously are there with the A3, you know, A13 Bionic and, of course, uh, the camera sensors that we had with the OnePlus, uh, sorry, not the OnePlus 8, the um, iPhone 8. So, yes, definitely. Uh, as far as... Uh, I think the overall experience is maybe better as far as if you're an iOS user. If you like Android, I feel like still the OnePlus 5 has a lot to offer. Although I feel like I think the 5 was the one that was originally starting to have some of that jelly effect with the UI. And I think that's mostly because of the way OnePlus installed the panel. But I think both of them are offering great experiences. If you like Android and you like uh, the Oxygen OS experience, I feel like OnePlus 5 still will do well. Um, but yes, as far as camera performance, I feel like the SE will definitely take that one. It's much easier since, again, uh, much newer, and we're talking about at least three years, uh, three-year-old device as far as OnePlus's uh, ecosystem. How is T-Mobile, let's open up here. So Open is asking, how is T-Mobile versus Verizon? I have Verizon now, and I'm thinking of switching, uh, and I'm, on, I'm, in, I'm in the SoCal area. Um, I think I think overall, so I've used both services. I feel like T-Mobile and, and Verizon are pretty good services in the uh, in the area. I'm not saying anything in the sale that AT and T is not, but from the performance standpoint, and I've used AT and T as well. I feel like uh, T-Mobile performs quite well. You're able to get 5G easily with T-Mobile with the sub 600 technology right now. That's easier. You don't have to set up a separate account. You don't have to pay special access to it. Also, it has much better and wider uh, reception than what we get with millimeter wave. Now, if we take the 5G out of the equation, if you're thinking of just basically overall coverage, I feel like Verizon actually does have much better service in uh, maybe more rural, rural areas, so basically outside of main areas. And they also have much better signal penetration for buildings uh, on the 4G LTE spectrum. 5G, obviously, that's going to be where it kind of lacks a little bit since they mostly focused on millimeter wave. And there isn't really much millimeter wave technology right now in the, in the LA area. They're building up LA and San Diego, but it hasn't really been basically fully rolled out. And even then, you do need the line of sight to be able to get some of those speeds. So 
if you're thinking of switching and you come into SoCal, I think T-Mobile will do quite well for you. Not not because I'm being, you know, obviously a sponsor or anything like that. This is just from using T-Mobile on the daily. Uh, I think T-Mobile will do really, really good, especially with the ability of getting 5G in the area. So very, very nice. Um, so let's look at real quick. So here's uh, Rockin um, Janardin. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Um, I want to know more about the base. Is it uh, is it like the wired headphones? And how does it actually work with iOS? Um, okay, so again, bass is... Uh, it's not. It's there is bass in the in the sound. You will hear some bass in there. What what I mean by it essentially, it's more of if we had to kind of compare them, um, the OnePlus Bullets Two have more of the that big thumping. You can feel it in your ear. You can feel it in your. This is more of the. It's just slightly less. It's there, but it's just not as strong. So just keep that in mind. I don't know how what else I can actually share that would actually kind of. Um, visually explain it. It's just, it's stronger on the bullets too. And the bullets uh, Zs are just not as strong. They're there, uh, but definitely much easier on the ear. And they definitely do. The, they're able to get pretty loud if you need to. As far as work using them on iOS, it's no different than using them on a Samsung device. You're going to get that experience. Uh, the audio performance will be pretty much uh, similar with the exception of the EQ. You don't have EQ or built-in EQ functionality within an iOS. So you, there is no special app for it to configure it. So yes, I would say, They'll work. They're not going to be the best. I would recommend probably saying if you're if you're looking again for a really good one, the XM3s that I think Matt Tyler recommended not that long ago would definitely do better. Um, they're not bad. I keep it's it's hard to kind of compare and compare them to something that that is basically very bass heavy. If you're looking for that, I feel like you should be looking at at, at least the OnePlus, the Bullets 2 or another the pair of headphones that it's more bass tuned or bass heavy. These are not. They're definitely good for music, for vocals, for podcasts, for lectures. They're just not going to be uh, the dance music bouncing all over the place. Uh, but they are water resistant sir, for, for music. And, and again, uh, working out, they're going to work really good. Uh, let's scroll real quick. Uh, which smartwatch uh, do you think is... Okay, so let's switch over here. I'm... <laughs> Let's switch over. We'll, we'll switch gears real quick. So uh, Alex King is asking, which smartwatch uh, do you think is better, Samsung Galaxy Active 2 or the Huawei GT2 or the, even the TechWatch Pro? Um, it's a heavy question to answer right away. I'll, 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 I'll touch on it in, in, in the sense of the UI. Um, if you compare all three devices, you're going to be, you know, you're going to get obviously the standard experience between the, the Active 2 and the TechWatch Pro. You're definitely getting more of the ability of responding, answering. There's microphone functionality there to be able to launch the assistant, either be it Bixby or even using it with uh, the Google Assistant. So I feel like the experience there is definitely very good. Where they both kind of lose to the GT is the fact that the battery life is just ridiculously long on the GT, right? So if you're looking for more of a, uh, a fitness tracker in the body of a smartwatch, that's where the GT succeeds, and it does very well. If you're looking for a smartwatch with the functionality of A, seeing pictures, uh, responding to text, um, initiating functionalities using the assistant, I feel like the TicWatch Pro and the, uh, the, um, sorry, the Galaxy Active 2 will do better. Um, where as far as the preference comes in at the end of the day is whichever you're comfortable using. Uh, I feel like the design on the TicWatch Pro is a little bit more, I would say, rugged as far as, you know, obviously with the mil spec rating, uh, obviously they're intended to basically make it look like more of a Casio, I almost want to say. It's very bo uh, boxy and very big and definitely reminiscent of the other ones that we've seen before. There's even a 4G LTE model where I feel like the Active 2 is definitely more subdued as far as the, uh, the design. So it's more at the end of the day, design-wise. Um, ecosystems, I feel like uh, the uh, the ecosystem with the uh, Android Wear, definitely a Wear OS, is a little bit better as far as uh, support for watch faces, custom watch faces, and so on. And then, of course, at the active side as well. If you're using a, a Samsung, 
hands down, I would say go with the active. Uh, I think that fits and it works a little bit better with Samsung devices. And of course, uh, all three of these devices that I mentioned to you guys work with both Android or iOS. So definitely very good. And I, I hope I answered that question for you I, generally. Um, John Oren, uh, here, let's open up this one. Uh, open. Uh, so here it says, also, um, any screen protectors for the OnePlus 8 Pro that you recommend? I'm still looking for an official one. I, I personally want to get glass protectors, and I haven't had a chance to actually test out uh, many. As soon as I'm able to get a couple of them in the in-house, I'll see what I'm able to share. Um, OnePlus, to my knowledge, at least not to this point, let me go ahead and just double check, has not put out an actual uh, glass protector. And if I'm not mistaken, last year, uh, well, so the way it's been going out generally in the last few years, um, the carriers have been putting out glass protectors that are compatible with the OnePlus uh, devices before OnePlus, and I'm not sure why. But the way the way it went this year, the OnePlus 8 Pro didn't go to the carriers. That actually becomes more, more of an unlocked model. Um, so T-Mobile has the 8, Verizon has the 8, and, I think Team, uh, and I'm not sure if I think AT&T has the exact same situation. So I'm looking for that, and as soon as I find one, I'll definitely make sure to uh, share with you guys a video. Uh, but right now, I need to, a little bit more time to find one. I have been mostly focusing on trying to cover all the different aspects of it, and I forgot to actually get glass protectors. I looked for them, but I couldn't find it. Uh, let me just go ahead and real quick. We'll open up uh, here. So we'll jump back. Let me. I just I'm checking actually the accessories case and protections real quick for the eight and the eight pro. Uh, no, yeah, see, there's, there's no glass protectors at all, not even on OnePlus' side. So we'll have to double check that, hopefully soon. Um, here, does it have any significant difference in sound and my quality compared to the bullets too? Uh, Manish, I would, I, the easy answer is yes. And if you'd like to know specifically where they are, um, I'll um, make sure to double check the last video that I posted for you guys here on the channel, or I think the one before that, uh, I did a comparison between the two and the Bullets the Z. Uh, I think if you're thinking of getting this Bullets 2, I think that's a better deal for you right now. You'll definitely enjoy them a lot more. Uh, Matt Tyler's like, remember, these are $50, not $300. Exactly. Uh, basically, you get what you pay for. Super sweet, super to the point, right there. Uh, you know, as simple as you can. Have. Fifty bucks. Again, let's gauge our expectations to the fifty bucks range, not to the hundred to the hundred and fifty. Although, again, there are some other options comparable in the in that price range that give you more of a base heavy uh, experience. But again, do they give you fast charging? Do they give you the low latency? Do they give you the water resistance? Do they give you the easy connectivity and configurations through OnePlus devices? That's the benefit that you're getting, again, at about 50 bucks. So thank you, uh, Matt, for covering that for me. I appreciate that. Um, hey, Andrew. Andrew's in the house. Good morning. Uh, Fat Brothers is in the house. Welcome back, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got it going. We got it going. Yes, Matt Tyler's in the house. Uh, let's see real quick. Hey, and then, of course, Marlon. Marlon, welcome. Hey, uh, oh, Marlene. Marlene? I, let me know if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, welcome back. And uh, so let's let's talk a little bit. Uh, hopefully, I got most of your questions uh, there. Again, uh, I'll try to link that for you guys in the description, uh, just to kind of give you guys a little bit more. The video that I did was comparing the Z, the Bullets Z versus the Bullets Two, uh, specifically as to how do they perform? Are they better? Are they uh, are they going to give you basically a good experience? And I think at the end of the day, if you're not looking for a base heavy pair of headphones for fifty bucks, they're going to give you a good enough experience in the sense of. Um, they're going to sound good. They're going to play. Uh, they're going to last for a long time. They charge up pretty quickly, and they're good for gaming in the sense of what we normally do. Gaming isn't known to be necessarily very bass heavy. 
unless again you do want to feel those you know if you're doing any kind of explosions and so on so that's where it kind of changes a little bit but from my experience when i'm playing let's say with PUBG or even with fortnite games uh, those type of games for me are more about listening to the exact uh, audio where they where the audio is coming from uh, making sure you're understanding you appreciate where your environment is so that you're always on the game and not lose you know obviously by just not knowing that somebody was shooting you but that's the experience and those those headphones actually do quite well for 50 bucks they really perform really really nice um so let's switch over real quick to the tent uh the 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 tcl 10 pro uh do the bio okay we'll answer one last question do the bullets wireless z have aptex hd or any other similar codec mode yes uh, they don't support aptex hd they support aac hd so let's go ahead and bring them over here i'm going to jump over and go ahead and separate them so that they connect back and then I'm going to jump over into the Bluetooth settings. So I'll go ahead and bring it over. I'll give it a second. So here they are. They are connected. HD Audio AAC is the codec that is built in, and that is what it supports. Uh, the uh, Let's go ahead and bring it over here. And I think I have a, an image showing you guys what the Bullets 2 provide. So here, um, I did take a picture of this mostly because of the video that I was doing not that long ago. So the Bullets Z HD AAC, the Bullets 2 Aptex HD Audio there is a difference. Um, uh, somebody made, left me a comment in the video saying um, that uh, they saw somewhere where OnePlus said that they are supporting Aptex HD on the Bullet Z. Uh, and uh, I mean, I'm not saying that that where they saw it was not correct. I'm just showing you exactly what I have on my device and as it shows when I connect to it. Um, here, Matt Tyler's last thing here is everyone is saying uh, morning. Meanwhile, I'm eight hours in the front. <laughs> Um, I think they're mostly just kind of um, just kind of like, you know, answering the morning. This is an international uh, type of a live stream. I mean, we have some people, obviously, we have some uh, some people from Europe, from U.S., um, you know, East Coast to West Coast. And we also have some people here, obviously, from India that are even jumping into the actual live stream. So in that sense, Sabaho for me is mostly a, kind of like a greeting and uh, just to kind of say hello to everybody. So, yes, good morning, good evening, good night and good day. Uh, maybe that's how I should start it. Sabah uh, nur So if I had to say that in Arabic, it would be marhaba, sabah al-khair, sabah al-nur, al-khair, which means covers everything for the most part, as in good morning, good afternoon, good day, and good night. So that's the best way to start the video. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it, man. No, no, definitely. Thank you very much to Tyler. Actually, if you if you guys had a chance, um, I'll try to remember to put, uh, put a link in, uh, in, the, in the comments or at least in the description. Last Sunday, I had a chance to jump over a, uh, a live stream with Matt Tyler uh, and one of, his, one of our buddies there. And we had a chance to actually spend a couple of hours chit-chatting about tech and just reminiscing about, you know, just a whole bunch of different things. Really good live stream over on Twitch. Uh, and of course, I'll make sure to give you guys a link to that in the description. Really a lot of fun to check it out and if i'm not mistaken matt i think you guys are going to have another one this week uh tomorrow afternoon let me know and uh so let, let the people know of course uh, uh the geeky ricky <laughs> uh, i am from earth welcome earthling welcome welcome to the club we're all at home we're all together <laughs> um 70 so 70 or one plus eight or one plus h pro which one would you go for um I mean, personally, I, pr I probably would end up going with the OnePlus 8 Pro mostly for the for the display technology. Obviously, we're looking at, you know, 120 hertz QHD. So for me, I would, if anything, I would go for the 899 model of that. If I had to go into it and basically more of a price pointing, um, I think the OnePlus 8 and the OnePlus 8, sorry, the 7T and the 8 are very close in the way they're experienced. Uh, the 8 has a curved display with a 90 hertz 1080p panel. The 7T has a flat display with a 90 hertz 70, uh, 1080p panel. 
So that's going to be really more of the aesthetical differences. If you like a flat display, uh, both the OnePlus 8, the 8 Pro are obviously out of the question because they both support uh, curved displays. So that that kind of guides you in that direction. Uh, Performance-wise, I feel like the all three of them support, you know, obviously great speakers, uh, great camera setup. If you want a dedicated telephoto lens, I think also the 7T will provide you that experience as opposed to the 8. Uh, but personally, I would go with the 8 Pro. That, to me, gives me the fastest possible, the best uh, wireless charging, uh, reverse wireless charging, 5G technology, QHG at 120 hertz, all of the best, all the bells and whistles, of course. Uh, we'll just say jump real quick. Uh, thank you. One last thing. Uh, Please do a Dragon Ball podcast for once, uh, at least. Uh, we Dragon Ball fans would really love that. Uh, you know what? Not about it. I, I am going to, let's we'll do that. I, I want to do a podcast on Dragon. I can feel like that one would go for hours, though. But yeah, no. Um, you guys, obviously, as you are probably already aware, uh, I'm obviously wearing here, certified saying here, uh, established, I think established ever since uh, 1986, of course. Uh, obviously, with Goku back there, it's it's a big part of my, uh, my in basically, content uh, overall and not even just content creation of course if you want to see the dragon balls here uh of course uh, <laughs> it's it's just yeah definitely dragon ball will always be uh, a big part and i i think i should probably have uh, juan carlos on that one he would be team vegeta and i would be team goku so i can see us geeking out for a couple of hours there definitely um Yes, so Matt Tyler, uh, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, uh, so him and Sam are going to be basically doing another uh, episode. So here, obviously, and oh, El Jefe Reviews. So, oh, man, definitely. This is going to be an exciting one. So I will be tuning into it. Uh, so if you're not familiar with El Jefe, El Jefe is a, I would say, like a, a very deep dive uh, experience uh, reviewer that's on YouTube that provides you really good headphone experience. And uh, really, I love the mobile setup that he has, the way he actually edits his videos. I got a chance to meet him back in February um, during our coverage, or both of our coverage of the uh, Unpacked event in San Francisco. So definitely really excited to check it out. So El Jefe Reviews tomorrow with Matt and Sam um, over on Twitch. And uh, make sure to check him out. Matt Tyler is, uh, obviously he follows me, so you'll be able to find him directly on uh, directly on Twitch, uh, Twitter as well. But they'll be streaming it on Twitch, uh, for sure. Oh man, good, good. Well, good afternoon for you guys. Uh, uh, uh hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, welcome, welcome to India again, international. I love it. Uh, yes. So, uh, let's go ahead and open it here. So yeah, Gregory all is saying, uh, yeah, that's why I went with the pixel four XL 128. It's a great device. I, 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 I love that 128. I, I think the 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 OnePlus, sorry, the the Pixel 4 XL is a a great camera, great UI, 90 hertz, Q, you know, very good display. Everything's just smooth and it works really good. And if you have to pick it up, I would recommend you going for the 128, just because you don't have expandable storage. Definitely something to keep that in mind. Um, so Ahmed has a question here. Welcome, Ahmed. Ahlan. Um, I have a question. If I'm trying to decide between the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 3, uh, the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 4a, which one do you think will be more valuable to buy? Um, I think price point, I think they're pretty much going to be similar, not similar in the same price point, but close enough. Uh, I personally would say I think the Pixel 3 still performs well. I think the overall camera experience, the 3 and the 3 XL is where uh, Google started implementing their UI. They're, they're basically, they're coding as far as camera performance. And I think they performed quite well. I think the Pixel 4a, where it lacks in processing power, exceeds in camera performance, mostly because, again, it's just a generational uh, improvement. Uh, if you're looking at, into between those two devices and the price point is around $400, I personally would recommend you going for the Pixel uh, 4a that's going to be coming out in literally a, in a few weeks, uh, as that one should be able to give you that same rough experience as far as basically mid-range price point, mid-range specification, great camera performance, and they will offer a 5G model, which 
is a little bit more future-proof than the say if you were looking at the four at the 3a but if you only had those two devices to look for i'd recommend you going with the pixel 3 i think you'll get a better experience and uh, overall just even though it's a little bit older you're still going to be able to get uh just basically more of a obviously a better processor speed there because that one's running i think if i'm not mistaken the 845. uh yes <laughs> thank you i appreciate it man i appreciate it gregory uh yeah let's see here iphone se or oneplus oh man uh, so the geeky Ricky is asking, uh, do you think that the, uh, it, would you go with an iPhone SE or a OnePlus 8? Um, I think it's a little bit of a different experience. Uh, OnePlus did actually push a, quite a few updates into the OnePlus 8 overall for the camera performance. I think if you're, if you're in, if, if there's no basically camp uh, exclusivity here, and what I mean is you're not obviously leaving a, an iOS device to go over to Android and you're not doing Android to iOS, meaning you're just getting into the smartphone uh, world. Um, the screen size is going to be my biggest thing for me. I think if I had to kind of go between the two, uh, if there's one thing that I've, I can say that has been a con not a concern, but more of an adjustment thing for me is the fact that the display on the uh, on the SE is smaller. So if, if you're normally used to smaller displays, this is going to be obviously an easy kind of win for you as the 8 is actually pretty big. Uh, it's definitely a north of six, 6 inches. So we're talking 4.7 to over 6 inch. So there's a big difference in size to an experience. If you're looking more as far as overall horsepower, performance, gaming, and everything, the OnePlus 8 is obviously a much stronger and much more... Um, I would say rounded device. Uh, the OnePlus, uh, sorry, the SE is definitely better when it comes to camera experience. It's a great way to get into the iOS ecosystem at a very good price, but it's not going to be basically, if you put them head to head, I think performance wise, I still believe uh, that the OnePlus 8 will definitely, uh, definitely perform better, especially with the latest update that we received for the overall camera experience. Uh, even though for video, I still feel like the SE will do better, but the 8 doesn't do bad that it's just, you know, crap. It's just when you put them head to head, obviously the 8 will exceed in video. That's just something that I, Apple's been doing really good at. Uh, last, <laughs> okay, I, it, it's hard to leave the, uh, the uh, one bullet C. Last question. Can you tell me the actual delay in bullet C in milliseconds? It's a deal breaker for me. Um, Let's let's do something. Let's do real quick. Let's do this experiment. Okay, so let me let me share with you guys what we wanted to do. And I was going to do this a little bit later on. Um, the best way to obviously give you the experience is to show you how the performance is. And that's how I hear them in my ear. So uh, we're going to go ahead and put them back in your ear. Sorry for the uh, audio configuration here. And we're going to go ahead and stop YouTube. And I'm actually, oops, sorry, let's go ahead and bring this in. I'm going to close YouTube and clear all my notification. I'm going to jump over here to the Game Center. Where is my Game Center? Here, Game Space. So I went ahead and downloaded this application called Audio Tester. This is uh, the best way for me to experience it. So let's go ahead and open it up here. And uh, this is actually an, uh, an application that enables you to actually see the latency or roughly kind of see and hear the latency and as it actually shows up on your device. And what I wanted to do is obviously make sure that it ran it in the fanatic mode. You do need to turn on fanatic mode. Without that, the low latency functionality, or at least what they're promising us, is not present. So we'll go ahead and start it up. The reason why I launched it directly from there is so that I'm able to turn on fanatic mode. So fanatic mode right now is turned on. You'll see it right there. And the way it works is you're able to basically select either right or left ear only. So if you're going to be playing the game, obviously, with one ear or the other, or you want to do them for both. Uh, and then, of course, you could basically start to play the actual content uh, on here. And what you want to see, obviously, is when you hear the beep as it's playing and where it actually hits the actual zero, the center of the audio, either too early or too late. And, of course, it starts playing it as far as the actual uh, the performance. So let's go ahead and actually I went the wrong direction. Let's go ahead and tighten up on this one. So we'll go ahead and zoom in for you. 
And let's just do this. I don't think this is going to play well, but you guys can let me know if you guys can hear it. Give it a second. Hoping you guys could hear. Very, very low latency. I mean, as I'm looking at it right now, So it's not zero latency, but if I had to actually point exactly to where the sound is playing, for me, it's been playing roughly right after here. So it's not a full, very, very high latency. It's almost negligible. It's not zero, but it's just ever so slightly right above it. We'll play it one more time. So right there. That's roughly where the audio is playing for me. So it definitely plays well. The latency is very, very low, but you do need to turn on fanatic mode. So uh, uh, Rahul, I hope that answers your question. I, that's the the best way I can actually figure out a way to actually show it to you guys graphically as it sounds. And I'm not even sure if you guys could hear me. That may not have been the best ex uh, you know experiment to actually show this. Um, so let's switch over here. Let's let's switch gears a little. Actually, uh, right before I get to you, Ganesh, uh, let me go ahead and answer Tim real quick. Uh, Tim Riyad uh, says, uh, "Hey Tiki, do you think uh, do you think of the one Pixel Four or the Pixel Four XL in twenty twenty as a second phone uh, with an S twenty Ultra?" It, it's funny that you say that because I actually ran that as a as a setup for for a couple of weeks. Um, I think as a secondary device, I think it's definitely a much better camera shooter. I feel like if you're going to compare those two types of the experience for still photography, I still feel like uh, the the XL will definitely the four XL will definitely perform much better. Mostly because just again, the XL generally gets the better display. It also gets the bigger battery. Those are the things that come together. So as a secondary device, I think it's definitely a good phone. Um, as far as basically just taking pictures, I feel like uh, where maybe you'll have better experience as far as video on your uh, on your S20 Ultra, since you're able to go to 8K and you're obviously able to go to 4K 60 frames per second, and also obviously have the wide angle lens. I, I think like for just standard photography, product photography, anything like general images, that's definitely going to be a really good phone. Um, it's also pretty fast and pretty snappy even in 2020. This, I mean, the device is not even a year old yet if you think about it. So definitely very nice, and uh, can't wait to get Android 11 on it as soon as it becomes available uh, out of the beta obviously, because you can definitely download it now, but it's just not, I would say, daily usage ready. So that, hopefully that answers the questions there. Um, so Ganesh had a quick question. What would you say, would you recommend the Mi 8 or the OnePlus 8? And which one is a better choice? Kindly tell me your concerns in there. Um, that's actually a good comparison between the two. The Mi 8 and the OnePlus 8 both are featuring 1080p, 90 hertz displays. Uh, and of course, you're getting slightly different experience as far as the form factor. Uh, they both have curved displays, both have large batteries. Uh, you're talking about Oxygen OS versus obviously uh, MIUI. Um, I think if I had to compare the two, I think they're a pretty good uh, neck and neck as far as experience. The main thing, obviously, that I would think is that uh, the Mi 8, Mi 10 obviously has a much bigger sensor. They have the 108 megapixel sensor on the back of that, as opposed to where we have a, a 48 megapixel sensor there. So that's where the big difference is. Also, the Mi 8 has 8K recording where the uh, OnePlus 8 does not have. So those are some of the main differences as well. Uh, the stereo speaker configuration on the Mi 8 is a little bit... Although, although loud, I feel like having two stereo speakers that are facing away from you, it, that kind of, for me, was a little bit of a concern. I felt like the OnePlus 8 has better uh, audio performance because at least the top earpiece is facing you, even if though the bottom one is facing away. Uh, now, neither one of them obviously had a headphone jack, uh, but as far as actual overall performance, as far as you know, content consumption and media, battery life, they both perform quite well. Both support fast charging, but roughly 30 watts for both. The Mi 10 Pro is the one that supported the 65 watts. So that's where you jump into the 8 Pro series. 
So I think if you had to compare the two, I think it's literally a toss-up. There's really not big of a difference, at least for the global edition. I'm not sure if the Indian edition, because I think the Mi 10 just got announced as well as released in India as well. Um, and I feel like if overall, maybe it may be a little bit more expensive in India than the OnePlus 8, where I feel like the OnePlus 8 had a price discount when it went to the Indian market. So if we had to pick the two and the price isn't an issue, I think it comes down to uh, overall, I would say, ecosystem if you're more comfortable using uh, Oxygen OS or Mi, uh, MIUI. And I think one of the main features we saw with MIUI 12 with the beta is that the Mi 10 will be one of the first devices to get it. So again, um, I kind of shared my concerns between the two, and I think hopefully that kind of swayed you into one one device or the other. So hopefully that answers that. Um, so Goran, Goran Petrovic uh, is... Ba hey, welcome back, Goran. Uh, so hi, I'm bored with all the 2020 smartphones so far. What is left to come? Um, so one one thing for for sure obviously i'm waiting for the sony's i mean sony kind of made uh some a, a series of tweets and information a little bit and then they just kind of dropped off the you know they're not talking anything about it haven't heard a word about it uh we're basically waiting to see when the uh, xperia one mach 2 is going to be coming out as that one is bringing back the headphone jack so design wise i feel like yes I, I feel like the smartphones are basically for the most part they're basically glass on glass uh and basically wireless charging reverse wireless charging but we've seen a lot of companies go away from the uh, pop-up mechanisms now obviously everything is going into everything built in that ip certification is obviously they're listening to their consumer base uh but having a headphone jack that comes back on a sony device that's a big move so there's the xperia pro and then there's the xperia mach one uh sorry the xperia one mach two so those are definitely one of the things I'm re really looking forward to. And of course, um, the other thing that we're probably looking for, obviously, is the uh, the brand new Note 20. So that's going to be basically a supersized version with an S Pen of a Galaxy S20 Ultra. Uh, there are obviously going to be some additional devices probably coming in for OnePlus for the T-Series, which will be a small spec bump. So not a lot, really, as far as the, the on the horizon. Maybe the most exciting part, if anything, if at least the rumors are true, is the OnePlus X. Hopefully that one does actually be materialize. Uh, as well as the fact that we're also going to be looking at the Galaxy Fold 2, which is supposed to actually uh, support an S Pen. So I'm, I'm actually interested to see how that's going to work. And I'm not sure why I'm touching my eyes so much. So uh, hopefully that kind of answers the, the main thing. But Sony for sure, uh, for me, at least in the near term. Oh, anytime. Anytime, Raul. Uh, so here, uh, OnePlus Bullet Wireless Aptex HD. No. Uh, so this... this <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, uh, no, uh, it's uh, HD, AAC HD, not Aptex HD. So, and you can check the video if you'd like to see it specifically, if you want to see the proof for that. So I, I posted a video earlier this week doing the comparison between that one and the OnePlus, uh, so the OnePlus Bullets 2. Um, I've got the Pixel 4, the Sony Xperia 1, and the McLaren 7T. Matt Hyler's in the house. Need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. uh, way too many. So yes, uh, actually, Matt, let me know. Did that G8X ever show up? I mean, now I'm actually concerned and I'd like to know if that ever, you know, did it travel back all the way to Sam or did it come back to you? Let me, I'd like to know on that one. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a great collection. The Xperia 1, uh, Mark 1, sorry, the Xperia 1 with that 4K display, you get the McLaren 7T with the fastest spec out version of what we get from OnePlus in, at the end of 2019. And I think his model isn't the 5G, but again, still quite capable with 4G LTE. And the Pixel 4, it's a solid, solid performer. One of my favorite devices, definitely, for sure. Um, I don't miss the, okay. So, uh, Gregory all says, I don't miss the headphone jack too much. Actually, I use Bluetooth. Uh, 
It, it depends on the case use case, right? It, it depends on what you use it for and what you value. Obviously, each person has a different value as far as what makes a, a device work better for them. And if you, you know, obviously, if the headphone jack is not something that you're concerned with, I don't really worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. I think the fact is, I think the Xperia Mach 1 is still going to be a very good device or even the Xperia 5. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of people that still use headphone jacks. And I think overall, uh, outside of the US, as I traveled, when we when we used to be able to travel back in the day, uh, actually, it saw a lot of people use headphone jacks. Uh, a lot of people rely on these things to definitely because of the the fact that obviously you don't need to charge them. Uh, there's also the ability of actually getting a higher and better performance for higher impedance headphones. So, like the V60, we have a quad jack built in there to actually build, drive high impedance headphones, like the you know the uh, 770s that I have. Those are things that you want to basically appreciate if you want to be obviously an audiophile and you want to have that performance there. But if Bluetooth is doing it for you and you're working great with it, I personally, hands down, yes, definitely. Uh, make sure that it does actually does work for you great. Um, Bluetooth 5 is nice, yes. And uh, the only thing I think a lot of people concern with the Bluetooth is whenever they're gaming. That's where you find more, uh, mostly that gaming phones generally include headphone jacks, and that's because of the latency. Uh, gamers, and if anything, whenever we play games on PCs or even anything else, latency is a big uh, impact. If you miss the shot, if you miss getting that notification, if you miss noticing something, and somebody wins over you by having something that obviously has much low, lower latency or no latency, it's a big factor there. So for gaming, uh, and obviously for devices that are more uh, tuned specifically for gaming, you are going to see headphone jacks. But Sony is definitely uh, known to have really good audio processing. So that's why I'm excited about that. Actually, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Goran, I, I brought you up and I didn't even say anything. Uh, Matt Tyler is forbidden to mention the RG. <laughs> you made me say it. Yeah, no, Matt. Um, yes. Uh, so no ROG conversations here, guys. No, no ROG too. Come on. Let's keep let's keep it clean. Uh, so I think we already kind of uh, managed this question hey, uh, here. So a DTS ad, quick question here: Any news on the potential successor of the Nokia Nine Pure View? Uh, any? <laughs> uh, I, I I would say nothing yet, nothing official. Uh, there's no, there's some rumors going on as far as you know potentially seeing something, but again, nothing that's actually solidified where we're starting to see some renders. So I haven't heard anything directly specifically talking to a successor to the Pure View. I think the Pure View, if anything, it was a very I would say a very big experiment of running this many lenses on the 855. And of course, as you saw, I think Juan did a really good coverage on that device, and I think he picked it up at launch day for a hundred bucks off. Um, I think it's a great device, it's a great experiment, but I think even to this day with all the updates that they pushed out for it, they're still not able to basically get it to perform as at the same level as, and I say perform meaning um, overall just a a processing. Taking images with the pure view with all the lenses, obviously I, it, it's taxing the system. So the, the device camera experience is still not up to par. Uh, if they are bringing it back, I hope they do fix it. So let's switch. <laughs> Josh is like, don't break any embargoes. Uh, okay, well, so Josh told me, and uh, with that, we're going to end the conversation. But uh, welcome, Joshua Vergara is in the chat, guys. Welcome back, man. <laughs> welcome back, Josh. Uh, please comment on the base earphones with the wireless bullet Zs. Uh, so Tushar, uh, easy way to say it is there is some base. It's, uh, it's not as punchy as the bullets, too. They're not based heavy. So if you're listening for them for, you know, for, uh, I think, podcast, music, uh, you know, uh, any sessions or lectures or so on, this is going to work pretty fine. Audio-wise, it's pretty good. Uh, but I would not necessarily recommend them for bass heavy for bass heads. If you want them to basically bounce in your ear, you want to feel like you're feeling the bass in the song, 
sadly, the bill is not going to be it. It's definitely a budget. Uh, $25 in India, 50 bucks in the US. They're very much a budget pair of headphones. So just, I would say, tailor the experience to that. Uh, uh, the nine peer viewer was was running. Oh, uh, yes. So even, sorry. I, I, in my mind, for some reason, I thought it was last year's phone. And I, I forget. The peer viewer actually has been out for, for at least a couple of years, right? It came out the year before. And I was running the 845. Um, no, actually, I think that it came out with the 845. That's what it was. Yes. Um, so, Tushar, that was the question there for you. Uh, is the OnePlus Bill Z good for, uh, for an iPhone? Um, I think they're okay. I don't think they they perform better uh, than a lot of other devices. I mean, again, it, for audio, if you're not looking to basically dance to these, meaning you want them to be super heavy bass, they're going to perform quite well. Uh, there just is no tuning possibilities on a, on the iOS ecosystem right now. So if you're using them with another Android device, they'll work okay. Uh, but I think if you you may want to actually go with maybe with the uh, the uh, the XM3s, I think we uh, just look for those up on Amazon. Those may perform a little bit better for you on an on an Android on an iOS device. So Matt Tyler, uh, the GAX went from St. Louis to Chicago to the UK, back to Chicago, and then uh, to Spokane, Washington State now. Um, so a little bit of background information here. Matt Tyler and Sam, um, the again, for the podcast tomorrow afternoon, if you guys would like to check them out, um, they were sharing a device. So Sam was sending the G8X, the LG G8X with a dual case uh, over to Matt to be able to check it out and, and uh, play around with it. Uh, and that's basically where it went. It went from St. Louis to Chicago to the UK. So that's where the tracking was. And then it went back to Chicago. And then now it's in Spokane, Washington State. Up all the way on the opposite side of the country. So um, it's taken a world tour during the uh, stay-at-home orders. That's the best way to say it. Um, here. I think saw somewhere where somebody was talking about Bluetooth uh, noise cancellation. P P oh, PC question here. So uh, Ganesh, PC question. AMD unveils the new Ryzen through desktop processor. Is it better than Intel? It depends on what you're looking for as far as pro uh, processing power. If you're not looking for, obviously, heavy gaming, obviously, this is going to be the, the three series are uh, intended always to be basically more of your budget-friendly, low-power consumption. Um, I'm actually working on a video for a laptop that's running the Ryzen 5's chipset uh, as a processor on it. And they're great. They're they're just not as good, obviously, as the 7 series or the uh, 8 series. So just be the 1800X series. So I think the three series are definitely very good. Um, just definitely uh, the Ryzen 3 desktop processors are obviously also going to have that little spectrum of what, what power you're looking for. So um, Intel is doing great. AMD has been knocking out of the park for the last couple of years. I've been using an, uh, a Ryzen chipset for the last two generations of refresh on my desktop PC and have not missed a beat. Um, the only reason I'm not using it on my laptop as a primary uh, device is mostly because my production style laptop that I have here is running an, uh, an Intel chipset with, a, uh, with uh, an NVIDIA GPU. So that's just mostly because of what's available as far as configuration. But I think like for the price point, I think AMD can definitely perform quite well for what you need it for. Uh, yeah, it came out in 2019 with the 845. Again, it was a conundrum to start with. With uh, it basically, a lot of people had some concerns with that. Well, on top of the fact that, again, uh, it, it didn't really help the case of the fact that processing on every time you took an image took forever almost. So that was one of the big concerns there. Um, what is the call quality? Uh, I think we kind of answered that a few times, but answer quality on audio quality for phone calls is perfect. There's no question with it that people can hear you even in, an, in a loud environment. Keep in mind, the placement of the microphone is very close to your mouth. Sorry about hitting the microphone there. So it's not going to have any problems. And from my experience, they sound, from at least from talking to people, they sound better than the bullets too. So hopefully that gets us there. 
Uh, let's jump over here about the bullet Z. What about call? So hopefully the en entertainment too. hopefully not this one. Sorry. Uh, entertainment too. So hopefully that answered that question for you, Matt, Joshua, uh, if you're interested in appearing on the, on, on the show. So here's an invite to, to Josh, uh, straight from Matt Tyler. Uh, definitely make sure to hit them up. Uh, they definitely enjoyed, uh, Juan Carlos and I both uh, got a chance to check it out and they're going to have a live stream tomorrow. So, um, Yes, definitely. So check out their live stream tomorrow for sure. Let's see here. Real quick, uh, Fanny, uh, want to know that which is better, the OnePlus 8 Pro or wait for the OnePlus uh, for the iPhone 12? Um, honestly, if you're in the iPhone, if you're in the iOS ecosystem and you've been using the iPhone, like I said, 11, 11 Pro Max, or even the 11 Pro one, um, I recommend you staying in the ecosystem that you're comfortable with. I don't really necessarily feel like the, uh, unless you are just unhappy in the iOS ecosystem, I would not necessarily push, say, and go, go over to the OnePlus. I wouldn't necessarily compare the two devices as one is better because of the fact that A, the OnePlus, uh, the iPhone 12 isn't out. So there's a lot of rumor mill going on around with that. And of course, there's the delays. But uh, what I would say definitely is that it's an iOS ecosystem. You're either vested in the Android ecosystem or the iOS ecosystem. And if you're already vested in one or the other, I recommend you just jumping over to the evolutionary upgrade from one or the other. I wouldn't necessarily cross-platform over those two devices. Um, I think Apple does great work on their iPhones. And of course, there's going to be the spectrum of iPhone 11 or 12s. So they'll obviously probably the Pro, uh, the Pro Max, and the way we have there's just a regular iPhone 12. So we'll have to see. Uh, Xiaomi is obviously a, sorry, uh, sorry, real quick here. Goran's asking, Xiaomi is definitely sabotaging their Android One A-line. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't really seen a lot of their uh, their devices with the uh, A-line devices as far as with the Android One ecosystem. Um, I think my main experience with Xiaomi has been mostly with the international, the European models, as they generally don't really even release that many phones in the US yet. So the Mi 10 that I'm actually reviewing right now is a European model. So any input that you can give me, Goran, would definitely be appreciated in that in that aspect as well. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Greg Gurel will check it out. So TK, do you have any idea of all the factor actually contributing to the ASMR mode available on the newer LGs other than having those multiple mics? Um, I tested it out and I actually just wanted to, I, I didn't post any videos, but I did test it out and play a little bit with the ASMR mode that's on the V60. Uh, to me, it just it amplifies the sound and it just provides more of an audio. Uh, it's like audio bokeh, but to the next level. That's the best way to describe it. I think um, I think it's a definitely a niche market. Uh, I'm not sure how it would work with somebody that's trying to create ASMR based videos. You'd have to be really close to the actual camera, so it's more behind the camera. So that's the other factor in, um, unless you're using some kind of an external microphone to be able to augment the experience there. But at that point, you're not using the microphones that they're talking about. So it's it's a little bit of a mixed feeling. I feel like most people may glance over it. I don't feel like it's a true um, experience of what an ASMR experience that a lot of people are looking into. I, I was really trying to figure out a way to do a video with it. And after trying a few times and playing with it, I realized that it didn't really make for good content. It was just more for driving Juan Carlos crazy. So if I do anything, that's probably what I'll do. I'll send him the video. Um, so let's look real quick. So Ahmed has a quick question. Do you think it's um, worth uh, replacing my uh, Powerbeats Pro for some Pixel Buds? That's that's it's a little bit hard. So uh, for me, I would probably say it. So I I still I'm actually waiting for my Pixel Buds. I had some some problems with the original order. I didn't make it within the first batch, 
And um, I think uh, Josh, if you're in the if you're still in the comments, I would love your inputs on this. I think Josh Vergara has a pair of uh, Pixel Buds, so maybe he can actually answer those. Um, but I, I'm going to defer it to Josh mostly because of just the experience. I am I, I am waiting for my headphones to come in. So if when they do, hopefully Ahmed, I'll be able to answer that question for you. Um, so Ganesh is why is the Google Pixel Four and the Pixel Four XL won't launch in India? I think that's not just an India thing. Um, I think uh, there's also not a big release in the Middle East as well. I'm not sure why. Uh, overall, from a from a marketing standpoint, it would make perfect sense for Google to be able to release these devices internationally. I think there's a certain factor, obviously, of uh, how much the price point. Are they able to compete in the market where um, India and the Middle East have obviously other areas and other manufacturers like Xiaomi, like Realme, all of those different um, content that or devices that are available in the market at a much lower price point. And if you already noticed that even in the US, when they do release them, the Pixel line of like four or the four XL were basically priced upwards of the you know the upward side of the five hundred. So they're less than a thousand, but again, uh, you're still getting up there in the price point. So I'm not sure if maybe that was also the factor. If they're not able to provide it the right price point, why not really you know why why didn't they release it in those markets? But I do have a lot of people that follow me in the Middle East that don't have access to it. They have to import them from the US. So hopefully that answers that question. Uh, have you noticed any scratches on the OnePlus 8 Pro? Uh, no. Let's go and switch over. This is my OnePlus 8 Pro. I mean, other than a little smudge here from my fingerprint, no. Uh, but I mean, I do want to mention, obviously, that I've been using it with a case, but no, no scratching, no issues. And I have the Nebula blue color, so you can definitely see that it's not a, not an issue at all. It looks great and uh, as good as I've had it for about, it's, and I've had it since the end of March, so around the 29th. So definitely very nice. Let's jump over real quick. Funny, yeah, yeah, no, great answering all the questions and I'm new to the channel. Uh, wherever, uh, and we'll be there every day live streaming, of course. Uh, no, sadly, it's not a, every day. It's a once a week, Saturday morning. Uh, so the rough, the timing that you're listening to it now is the timing that it will be live every Saturday. So it's Saturday morning with tech and this is episode 19. So, but thank you. Welcome to the, welcome to the channel and thank you very much for the support. Um, so here, uh, Rahul is asking: Is I'm on the Mi A3, and the fingerprint randomly this uh, and fingerprint randomly disappear, and there is a headphone jack issue. Uh, there are huge head uh, th uh, threads on uh, Reddit uh, about the Mi community with the issues. The, the, unfortunately, yes, depending on the price point that you're going in, and also some devices do have issues. Again, first generation, second generation sometimes do have those problems. Uh, but I do appreciate having a lot of those Reddit uh, uh, stream. Obviously, the subreddits are going to be a great way. If you haven't had a chance to, um, Glowing uh, Rectangles is the uh, subreddit that Juan Carlos Bagnell posts about that you're able to check out also some other creators, uh, up and coming creators as well. So I hope you're able to get your answers there, uh, Raul. Um, Anthony. Uh, Anthony David uh, Tudor, sorry, hope I'm saying. How's the sound quality on the OnePlus Bullet Z? Is it worth to buy? Uh, the best way to describe it is if you're not heavy into bass, meaning you don't want them to be super bass heavy, they're, they're, they'll perform quite well. Uh, music, phone calls, uh, and of course, lectures, everything like that plays quite well. Battery life is really good, but the audio quality with the microphones as well as that sounded better, at least to the people that I've tested it with, uh, than the the Bullets too. So overall, a well-rounded $50 uh, pair of headphones and about $25 in India and I think 50 pounds in the UK. So hopefully that answers that question there. Uh, here, so uh, Manesh, uh, Mahesh, sorry, Mahesh is asking, um, says OnePlus Bullet Wireless Z have Aptex HD in India and noise cancellation? Um, unless they're releasing a different pair of headphones and pricing it at a cheaper price than the US, which again, the, 
I, I can't vouch for it. Um, if somebody in the comments is in India and has a pair of Z's, let me know, please. Uh, but my understanding is that no, uh, they won't have noise cancellation. Again, not at the price point, $25. Again, I think Matt kind of mentioned it earlier, kind of uh, really nice. We need to gauge our expectation at the price point, right? It's 25 bucks in India, 50 bucks in the US. At that price point, noise cancellation doesn't exist. If there's anything is there's noise isolation. And what that means is, because by default, these are in-ear headphones. When you put them in your ears, you automatically reduce the audio input that coming in from the outside because they have to go through. This kind of blocks some of the sound. So that, yes, is present. Uh, any actual active functionality? No, it's not in there. Uh, and sadly, I don't think it will. Uh, as far as the Aptex HD codec, now that could possibly happen if they want to be able to put it in there. That's something that I wouldn't be able to speak to. But it, it, historically, I think it, the experience itself generally are the same. And I think for the most part, they're going to be uh, HD AAC. They don't sound bad. They can just tailor the experience to the price point. If in India you have other headphones at $25 that do offer these features, then I think OnePlus will compete there. But if they don't exist, they're not going to compete and bring it in at $25. So that, that's the best way to describe it. Uh, jump back real quick to the OnePlus Bullet Z, man. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I've ever seen, uh, gonna be here every Saturday. Welcome, welcome, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, here, uh, India, Matt, even Europe, Pixel out, uh, outside of the US are awful uh, to buy. Yes, definitely. Very, very hard. Um, and you have to basically import them. And I think it's mostly because, again, where Google's trying to, uh, trying to find the best price point. It, keep in mind, if they do ship them outside, then there's taxes added to them. There's a whole bunch of the, the profit factor, whatever they're trying to do there. I think overall, the best way to, to, to describe it right now, Pixel is, I think, going to expand. Their, their functionalities are going to get better. My hope is that they become just a little bit more supporting of outside of other markets as far as, as they go on. This is going to be the fourth iteration of a Pixel, uh, sorry, the fifth iteration of a Pixel, as you know. So hopefully we'll be able to start seeing some more international releases. So the Pixel 5 and uh, hopefully the Pixel 5 XL should be coming out later in about another few months. Uh, and we'll definitely see how that works. I know that the Pixel 4a, hopefully much sooner than, uh, than uh, I think hopefully by the end of the month, um here actually i didn't get a chance to catch that here so the apparently oh yeah the me smart tv box uh is it worth to buy actually uh yes i i, I would i'm a very big fan of the the xiaomi uh boxes uh in the us we had two versions of them released uh they're they're capable little boxes i mean obviously small form factor they come with a really good remote uh they have good audio recommendation uh you know integration of the assistant on them i think overall if you're looking for a great um, media uh, streamer, I think the uh, NVIDIA Shield is definitely the best on the market. There's no question about that. And I have a few videos showing those things. But as far as Xiaomi, yeah, definitely the Mi boxes are definitely very nice. I, I recommend those always. Uh, here, let's jump over. Why does why Android cameras are not as great as iPhone? Um, I think the best way to describe it is the I, and I'm not trying to say basically I blame it on the on fragmentation of the Android ecosystem. I'm blaming. I'm not saying it's a blame. I'm just trying to roughly explain it in this sense. Um, iOS has had makes their own hardware. They make sure which sensor goes in there, and and Apple controls every aspect of how an iPhone is put together, and the design of the iPhone goes through a whole bunch of different things. Uh, whereas most of the other OEMs on the market right now are adapting Android to work on their devices. And what I mean by adapting is uh, building the drivers that need to be built in there, building the kernel source uh, to make sure that it works with the hardware that they're choosing because uh, Google releases the software, but they don't release the hardware. I mean, that's where Pixel comes in and you see what they do with hardware when they're providing their own devices. 
Android uh, on on a Pixel device gives you the best imagery on the market, rivaling how uh, iOS even produces images uh, when it comes there. Whereas some of the limitations right now that we're facing with Android on Pixels is where video basically capped at 4K 30 frames per second. And of course, there's uh, we basically don't have a wide angle lens right now. But I feel like Apple's been able to perform much better because of that control and that basically more uh, uh, customization based. Basically, when they're making an operating system, they're making it for a hardware set that they know they control in every other iPhone. Every iPhone 11 is the exact same thing, but not every Android running Android 11 is the same. So maybe that helps a little bit. Uh, but it's not it's not really going to be at the end of the day a comparison of one over the other unless you're able to jump systems. So when you look at them in that in that aspect, I feel like Android has a lot of good capabilities as far as what they're able to do. We have the Pixel line of devices. Samsung's coming out with devices. OnePlus is providing us really good fast uh, devices. So there's always a lot of benefits that you get there. And personally, I have both Android and iOS, and I have never once... I felt the need to jump over to pick up my iPhone 11 Pro Max to take a picture with it where I have my Pixel 4 XL in my pocket. So if that's any indicator, it depends on what you're looking for. And of course, also the price point that you're looking at. Uh, any alternatives to OnePlus Bullet Z's in India as it's priced at $25? Um, actually, maybe let me reverse that question for you, Fanny, because I just need to understand the context of where that is. Is the $25 pair of headphones in India expensive? That's a good, if you can help, if you can let me know, please, I would love to know that. Uh, Tushar, wow, all cap, okay. Hopefully I'm, I'll be able to answer that question. Tushar, why is Apple still not selling its uh, its track of small screen? Uh, oh, why is it not leaving on the, on the iPod? It's, you kind of actually answered the question in the question itself. It's the SE, the special edition, the small edition. It's intended to be a small phone. That's why it's actually considered using a smaller display. The first one was, it was around the time when a lot of devices were starting to go massive, right? So the iPhone 8, the 8 Pro, uh, the 8 Plus at the time, uh, both were bigger devices. Uh, but keeping in mind, obviously, at the, at the time of the iPhone 8, the SE was smaller than that. Uh, so what they did essentially is they wanted to provide a device for people that wanted a smaller phone. And I think that's the, the inception of the first SE. The SE2 is continuing that story. So if you think of it in that sense, that's why the SE2 is, consider, is staying, starting at that small size. Also, uh, they're capitalizing on the fact that they have the hardware, the, uh, the ecosystem. So the, uh, the SE is pretty much using the iPhone 8 structure as far as uh, the housing and the display so that they're able to also provide you a device at that price point and still make money iPhone is still making money at the SE 2020. So that's how they're making it. And that was the cheapest they were able to offer it. So not to say that it's a bad decision, but it's more so, uh, you know, just a, how they were able to make that device happen. And I'm also happy that they did, because that means we are, hopefully we'll be able to see a third iteration of that. Uh, Matt, yes, they're on sale here, uh, but in India, I can't tell, uh, can't tell because uh, the laws against the use of uh, radar tech in, on the Pixel phones. That's a good point. That's that's actually a good point. Yes, the Pixel 4 and Pixel 4 XL do have to, uh, radar technology with the Soli chip on the front. That's something that we haven't seen uh, in other devices. Uh, but in the, yeah, so European markets, you're definitely able to, uh, to be able to look at them. It, 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 well, to actually get them. Uh, but again, uh, I'm not sure as far as other market. My hope essentially is, that, again, they just keep uh, spreading. I know there's a big fan of Pixel line of devices in the Middle East as well as in India, but they don't have an opportunity to be able to check them out. But yeah, definitely sure there. Uh, I think I kind of, there's a few other Apple here. Let's go jump over. Uh, when is TK's birthday? January, January 16th. Uh, if you follow me on, on Twitter, you, you generally will catch me uh, because... May, 
because, because oh fun because uh tomorrow is my hey happy happy early birthday and i'm if i'm not mistaken well actually what time is it for you ganesh uh, is it actually already for you guys uh, actually no it wouldn't be it would be probably more like late in the evening so happy early birthday for you mine is in january uh and yeah it's it's been gone for some time i was at, i was um like right after coming back from ces so that's the, the best way to describe it it's always right uh, right before ces for me uh which one is better music based one plus two or the uh sorry the bullets two uh, 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 Satish, definitely the bullets too. Hands down, not even not, doesn't even take a question there. In advance, happy birthday, my friend. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, Ahmed had another question. Uh, you've been playing on Stadia at all? Uh, I'm actually been playing on uh, GeForce now. Uh, not nothing against Stadia. I just for me, I've been on GeForce. Uh, GeForce GPUs, Nvidia GPUs are basically mostly what I use on most of my systems. Even though I'm running a Ryzen chip, uh, CPU as far as my main system back there, I'm running a, a 2080 in there uh, TI. So for me, NVIDIA always, and I love the, the optimization, also works great for um, the NVIDIA Shield TVs that I use on my smartphone. So I just like the GeForce experience a little bit more, and I've been playing uh, um, basically mostly games there for some time. And I was an early uh, beta tester, so I've had access to it for a lot longer than when Stadia was even ever available. So... I think Stadia is definitely a great option if you want to be able to use it. Uh, it can be actually they did certified for the OnePlus Eight Pro. I think that's very very nice. I'll put that in there. Uh, I appreciate it, Tashar. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Uh, I'm thirty on the twenty third uh, May on the third on the twenty third man. Luck, <laughs> congratulations, and uh, I don't know if I should say congratulations or I'm sorry for or and welcome to the thirties because. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, if I remember how I took the transition when I couldn't call myself in my twenties anymore, and when I got into my thirties, it took me about a year or so to realize how cool the thirties are. So, uh, either way, Matt, uh, happy early birthday and welcome to the thirties. I'm sure we'll, we'll our paths will cross a few times before we get there. Uh, hey, Gregory, all see, see January Capricorns. Welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. Hey, man, I love the Capricorns uh aditya ah oh, dude not appreciate it yeah no it, it's been it's been some time aditya was saying happy birthday um here uh Pachira says uh do you know about gta 6 and when it will launch it's, unfortunately no i haven't really been keeping up a lot with the grand theft auto uh franchise uh if anybody else knows in the comment please uh, make sure to hit up uh uh just answer the question if you if you don't mind uh okay so Matt Tyler's taking the day off for his birthday. Yes. Oh, man. I, I really like your, your thumbnail, Aditya. It looks really cool. Uh, why is OnePlus isn't giving... Why is OnePlus not putting a headphone jack back in there? Um, easy way to explain it. There's no reason why we don't have a headphone jack. Uh, realistically, there's enough space. Devices are big enough. I think it's more of an aesthetic. Um, most major manufacturers have taken the, the headphone jack out and they want to basically focus on audio for Bluetooth. I think if we want to be able to get the, uh, the functions of Bluetooth to perform as best as it can, it needs to be pushed. So the more people are using Bluetooth and demand better quality Bluetooth connection, the better the Bluetooth ecosystem will actually work, obviously with better Bluetooth uh, technology or uh, codecs. But I think overall, um, it's a it's a choice. And also, if you notice, mid-range devices, I haven't lost them. Gaming devices, I haven't lost them. But I think OnePlus just is focusing there. Uh, we don't know. And maybe maybe the OnePlus X will have a headphone jack. We'll have to see. 
Aditya, uh, yeah, Aditya, when is your birthday? Hey, man, I didn't know we're we're we're, uh, we're bringing in uh, birthdays into this. Let's let's talk ROG Phone Three and any rumors. Ah, Matt, you brought it back. You brought it back. <laughs> Goran was like, let's not talk about the ROG two, and then you're like jumping over on that one. Um, hopefully, we'll see. We'll, we'll hear some news. Obviously, it's going to be the QHD one forty four. I think that's going to be what everybody wants out of the ROG Phone three. So that's for me would be the best things that we can talk. AirPods Pro or OnePlus Bullet Z? AirPods Pro, hands down. E e easy answer. Uh, it's not a. It's not even a competition. Uh, again, you're talking about a three hundred and fifty dollar, two hundred uh, two hundred to three hundred dollar pair of headphones. Comparing them to fifty dollar headphones, it's very hard for the Bullet Z to even compete in that realm. Uh, again, Apple. But you want to keep in mind though, uh, the AirPods Pro are definitely going to perform much better on an iOS uh, device than it is on an Android. But noise cancellation, uh, in-ear co connectivity, obviously uh, the audio processing, uh, all of those things are big, big factors there. Uh, garage. I like that one. Yeah, man. Uh, well, yeah, so we're very excited. Uh, which, which is your favorite TV series? Uh, for me, within the last few years, I used to be a big LG, uh, support, uh, LG, big uh, LG supporter there. Um, I did get a chance to play around with the OnePlus TV for a very short time, about maybe 20 minutes or so. Um, I think overall, as far as a brand, I think Samsung makes great, the, uh, the displays, but I think it, for the best, um, actually bang for the buck i think honestly seriously uh, i believe the uh the guys that make this device tcl the roku tvs uh their 4k tvs for a really good price are definitely very strong i haven't had a chance to test any of the, those out in the house but i can tell you that uh my family my in-laws my mom uh those i definitely make sure that they have that and mostly because it's for the price you can't really beat them they give you great displays of integrated roku which is essentially something that you normally have to kind of get like a chromecast that's built into it it works really good so very happy with that uh the mi 10 is overpriced uh yes yeah so session i what I would say essentially the answer or the best way to explain it is Xiaomi is trying to break into the uh, basically the mainstream uh, UK European market of uh, smartphones. And I feel like what they did here with the with the Mi 10 and the Mi 10 Pro is you're getting features. You're not basically limited. I mean, the fact that the matter is, yes, the price point is a little bit more, but you're getting that 108 megapixel sensor in there. You're getting a wide angle lens. You're getting that stereo speakers. You're getting that display with 90 hertz at 1080p. You're getting a lot of functionalities that you normally expect from mainstream flagship devices. The Mi 10 Pro, even though it's a little closer to 1,000, charges with the 65 watt charger what other device in that in that price point that you can you know obviously see that and appreciate it there so it's very similar to the way the oppo has been uh, working i think they're very very nice um but i think what i think the best way to look at it is just what you're getting for the money uh yes it is there they may be commanding a higher price point but they're definitely giving you the features to match uh so the seven the 17 unfortunately i am a scorpio <laughs> Hey man, my dad is uh, no. It's not, is it my dad or my mom? I forget. I have somebody in the family that's a Scorpio. Nothing. Nothing's wrong. I like Scorpios. We work great together. Uh, Snapdragon eight seventy five spec leaked. It's a five nanometer. Um, I think honestly, right now, it, it some of the stuff that we're looking at are probably just early rumors as far as what, what they're looking at as far as just actually jump jumping over to the five nanometer uh, chipset. 
I think 70 nanometers is doing really good for us from a power consumption as well as performance and, of course, keeping things cool. So um, if they do jump over to the 5 nanometer, I, my hope is that they actually do a much better job. First gen always has some type of concern, so I, I would that would be my concern. If they do jump into the actual 5 nanometer, that they do it quite well. The way they've performed with the 865. The 865 is seriously one of the best processors you can get, just from not just from performance, but also from thermals. Really, really good. So I hope I hope we see that. Tushar, and uh, do me a favor, Tushar, if you don't mind, and mostly just a pet peeve, if you could just take that cap lock off because everything is coming in the cap lock on my side. Uh, image on the Mi, uh, on the Mi Band 5 that has licked. Uh, le oh, the Xiaomi Mi Band 5. It's a uh, Is it real or are there some kind of rumors? I think it's we're almost at the time where the Mi Band needs to get refreshed. So I wouldn't be surprised if those are actually start early leaks of the device. Uh, the actual Mi Band, uh, the Mi Band 4 from last year was one of the most popular ones. I picked one up from when I was in Shenzhen uh, out of a Mi store, actually. I was finally able to get into a Xiaomi store. Uh, so yeah, I, I would definitely be looking for it. A little bit early again to see what they're offering. My hope is they bring in more functionalities, maybe some more smartphone functionalities into the Mi Band and keeping the price point where it is. I think I would appreciate that as well. Uh, is the OnePlus Z or the OnePlus, uh, the OnePlus Lite for real? Everything is indicating that it was supposed to. From what we heard, it was actually even supposed to be announced around the OnePlus 8 and the 8 Pro. Um, it's it's due for a refresh, and there's enough of a buzz around it that there's obviously something going on. So, is it real? Hard to tell, but is it coming? I really hope so. So that that's the best way to describe it. Uh, never would have thought. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I'm okay. Let's let's work here. So, session. I'm planning on buying the OnePlus Eight, but now thinking twice because of the display issue. The OnePlus Eight Pro is the one with the display issue, by the way, not the Eight. So just keep that in mind, uh, Sashin. It's the 8 Pro because of the uh, QHD with the 120 hertz. And uh, if my understanding is correct, is that they're putting a software fix for that in the near future. And there is a somewhat of a mechanical fix that you can turn on, either turning on or turning off DC dimming in the settings, um, as it actually does fix the, uh, the issue. I think at least what I've seen some people report, my unit doesn't seem to suffer from that concern. Uh, sorry, I must say. Oops. Did we lose the feed? Uh, I'm still in here, but the camera went off. Uh, oh, hey, welcome back. I don't know how, but I clicked the camera button. So I uh, hope you guys were pl uh, playing the game and didn't bet on me turning off the camera at an hour and a half. Uh, but we're nice to see. Uh, do you know the best way to replace mobile battery? Ah, that is a good question. So uh, depends on the phone that you're using. So replacing batteries isn't impossible. There just obviously is it's not as as easy. If it is a sandwich sandwich style uh, device, meaning it's glass on glass, uh, it's going to be very complicated in the sense of how you remove it. Uh, but it's not impossible, and Google will be your friend. There's definitely a teardown of e almost every single device that's on the market, not just from a Jerry rig from like a Zach on uh, on opening them up, uh, but essentially it's not impossible. But it depends on the price of your phone. It also depends on the lifespan of your phone. If extending the lifespan on that phone is worth it for you to basically go through the hardship of opening it up and replacing the battery, then I definitely would say try it, but be aware and back up your data first. Um, also be aware that you also could potentially be damaging the structure of the device because again, if, as, if it's glass, it, it may not survive. So uh, it, that's those are the general factors. If it's not worth it, I'd probably recommend you getting a new device at that point. Uh, the 865 is a hefty price tag for every device. Hopefully, the Snapdragon uh, manages to to price the 875 and the processor uh, uh, or, or any successor to the 865 competitively. 
I think the fact, the reason why the 865 is so right now, at least commanding so much, it's because of that X55 modem. It's the 5G, right? It's integrated. It's built in. It's the most uh, available one on the market right now, as far as just technology. So I think that's where you're getting there. There is a, a performance improvement over the 855 and of course the architecture that they're going with it. So my hope, as you said, yes, is in the later part of 2020, uh, Although they didn't say they were going to be uh, releasing an 865 plus, which is what they did last year with the 855, uh, there is obviously a good chance that the price point will start dropping as we obviously get closer to their announcement of the 875. I think a lot of people will start banking on the fact that the 865 are going to be basically the existing stock type of information there. Uh, let's double check here, Aditya. Uh, should you should I go with the Mi 10 or the or the OnePlus 8? Um, you know, it's it's going to come down to: Do you want a 108 megapixel sensor? Or do you want a 64 megapixel sensor? And do you care about 8K? Other than that, um, I think when you're comparing the two, you're pretty much going neck and neck. Stereo speakers, uh, 90 hertz, 1080p panel. The ecosystem is similar. If they're both running Android 11, uh, Android 10, although you're running MIUI over and you know Oxygen OS, so it's it's more of an aesthetics thing. If you've used iOS, be, sorry, if you've used OnePlus before and you like their system. I think the OnePlus 8 will work great. Uh, if you're more of a Xiaomi user, you like MIUI and how it's actually uh, functional, I think the uh, Mi, Mi 10 will definitely do well. Uh, glass on glass breaks. Yeah, I know, I know. So Gary, the fireman, it's that that's always my concern whenever I'm thinking about like replacing a, a battery or even opening up a device. So whenever I watch Jerry's video, or sorry, Zach's video on Jerry Riggs Everything, it always gives me a cringe factor because... I, you know, it's never, it's never going to be the same. It, it, you know, opening up a device that's glass on glass, it's never going to be the same. Scratches at level six and the deeper grooves at level seven. Epic, Matt. Epic. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, if we're not channeling, uh, if we're not channeling, channeling Zach right now, this this is not <laughs> at a deeper groove. Uh, you know, it pops up uh, and pops up like a Lego connector right there. Oh man. Um. What well, what happened? Uh. Let's move to the Snapdragon 765 versus the A65. Too much difference uh, for my taste. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, the 765 is going to be a very capable device. I haven't had a chance to play with it a lot, other than obviously back at the uh, event. Uh, the experience overall, at least what they're promising us, is it's the best 7 series. It's a mid-range processor. It still gives you the, uh, the X52 modem, which gives you the access to the 5G. We're probably not going to be able to get millimeter wave on it, but mostly sub-6. I think the experience that you're looking there is just needs to be tailored to be more of the 7 series. Uh, it's going to be a good device. It's going to help with battery life. And I think the Pixel 4a is definitely going to be banking on that performance. So as soon as we get access or hands-on with the Pixel 4a, you're going to definitely see and appreciate the benefit of having a 7 series chipset, especially if you're going to get the 5G model of the Pixel 4a. Definitely. Uh, oops, sorry, let's jump over here to Matt. Uh, does the OnePlus 8 feel good in the hands? <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, yeah, it, it feels great in the hand. It feels so great that I don't want to hold the OnePlus 8 Pro. Um, no, I think overall it, it's uh, weight distribution is pretty good. Uh, no sharp edges, uh, no razor blades. So I think uh, Juan Carlos would definitely approve. <laughs> definitely approve. I knew this was going to come. I, I I waited. I was like, wait a minute. Nobody's talking about how the phone feels in the hand. Uh, latency. Um, at almost almost zero level latency it's not it's not there is there is a very 
it's almost negligible. It, it, you won't notice it. And we did, if you get a chance to uh, just scroll back a little bit in the video, I did it, uh, an, audio, uh, an audio test with an audio testing application to show the latency. And I tried to play the audio through the headphones. Hopefully you guys had a chance to hear that. So uh, if you guys really, really want to, I can definitely try to do a video playing uh, PUBG, obviously, and using the headphones on video, hopefully, because it seemed like a lot of people have asked that question. And that looks like a, it should be a good video for tomorrow morning. Sir, please. Uh, okay, tell me if the OnePlus 8 Pro sound quality in earphones uh, is it? Does it support Hi-Fi DAC? So, the OnePlus 8 Pro does not have an, uh, a DAC built in. Uh, the, I'm assuming you're talking about basically wired headphones, so USB-C style headphones into them, because uh, that's where the audio processing is done. They do have audio. I mean, sorry, step back. There is built-in EQs into the uh, into the OnePlus 8 Pro to provide you the best audio experience on top of the fact that we have Dolby Atmos. Uh, so you're able to tune the audio to the best performance. Now, um, are, are they going to be basically providing you with that high-quality DAC processing? It's, it's not necessarily... It, it's not going to be as good as what we get on the V60. So just keep that in mind. Is it good? Yes. Is it going to be something that you can enjoy and, and listen to music uh, for hours on end? Definitely be Bluetooth or wired, and you can also customize your experience. Uh, but I not not necessarily. I mean, do they play hi-fi uh, file format? As long as you have a compatible player, you're able to play FLAC files uh, or even actually uh, drive higher uh, higher impedance headphones if you have the right adapter for them. Uh, but they're not necessarily going to be as good as a V60. I feel like the V60 is still a champ there. Uh, what would be your recommendation for a six-inch device? Uh, no, not needed more than six-point-three-inch device. It's a it's a tough it's a tough little guy. I I think the the S twenty is a good device. It's a six-point-two. The uh, and I think the OnePlus eight is pretty close to that. Um, I think uh, six-point-two. I think yeah, the S twenty would be a good. Uh, I think from around an Android device, I think the S twenty for seven ninety nine runs pretty good. If you want to go more into the more like the the motor the Motorola side or even some of the other ecosystems, it's a little bit harder as far as in in the US market. I think as far as like below six-point-two inches, I think a lot of devices now are mostly. The, I mean, the, the footprint isn't getting that much bigger, but what they're doing is providing you a much bigger device, as well as the fact that I think you want to consider the Xperia 5 from uh, 2019. I think that one would definitely do well as well. Uh, let's see here. Suggest best software for editing videos. Ooh. Um, personal preference, I'm using Adobe Premiere, uh, but I do know that I, I at the beginning when I first started doing videos, I used to use, at least on, on Windows, uh, I used PowerDirector. So PowerDirector is also really good. If you're on a Mac, I'd recommend using Final Cut. I think the Final Cut is optimized better to work better on a, on a Mac OS. So that's the best way to describe it. If you're looking for free, DaVinci Resolve. I mean, uh, and I think Matt will jump in the, in the comments for me and also kind of support me on DaVinci. So DaVinci Resolve for sure. And I think Oh yeah, definitely. I forgot. Yeah, the S10e will also fit in that below 6.2 inches. Sorry, that was an answer to the previous question that we had there. Um, Aditya has a question here. Uh, uh, can we get a dongle audio output comparison phones with their uh, with their uh, corresponding dongles? I know it might be, uh, yeah, scientifically pain uh, a little bit hard to make. Yes, um, I think it's a good comparison and surprisingly enough, I don't know where I put it. I actually did pick up a dongle from OnePlus uh, because I kind of lost my old ones. Um, I think overall experience on audio, I, I feel like uh, Juan Carlos would be the one more specific, mostly because he has the, the historical data to actually compare how they've performed. Uh, but I'll try to see if I'm able to uh, put together at least some of the main driver, main devices. Um, 
the phone that I got from Xiaomi does not include a dongle. And if I think if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, that's one of the appreciated factors of having a three and a half millimeter headphone jack on something like this with the uh, TCL 10 Pro, uh, which I didn't get a chance to talk as much because I was uh, we kind of got sidetracked a little bit. Uh, let's see here. We have a lot of comments there. So let's let's jump over real quick and see if there's anything. The Honor View 20 has everything, but didn't it didn't do well any reasons. Um, it depends on the market that you're in. I think the uh, the View 20 actually was really good, at least in the U.S. We we had a chance to see it. It wasn't officially announced for the U.S., but the availability of the View 20, I think, still did perform quite well. I think what ended up happening essentially is the demand may have gone down because we had the obviously the Honor 20 Pro and the Honor 20 that kind of came in right after that had a slightly smaller form factor, more actually the sleekest design. Uh, the View series for for uh, for Honor has always been mostly their power horse devices, so there's that availability. But I think in the U.S. we didn't really get that officially launching. I did have a hands-on experience here in L.A. after CES last year, not this year, last year, um, and then I had a chance to go check out their launch event in Europe. But I think overall, um, the View Twenty. There's definitely a check. Come on. Okay, we're back. A little bit of circle. Honor. Yeah, no. Uh, Huawei, the Huawei ban affected that a big part as well. Yeah. So that there's also that effect. Uh, it's a little bit harder. And obviously now mo all, not most, all of their devices don't include Google Play services. So you'd have to sideload it uh, and basically accept the fact that you have to sideload those services in. Yeah, yeah, the the video froze for a little bit. I it, for me it just did like a little bit of a spinny thing, so at that point I just stopped and waited for it to come back. Um so before we go too far, I do want to get a chance to the oh, Meizu makes uh quite a hi-fi uh dongle. Uh I didn't you know, I haven't had a chance to play with Meizu devices for quite some time. They don't you know, obviously as you know, they don't come to the US at all, so we don't have a chance to play with them. Uh I've heard uh nice things about it. I'll have to double check. Uh, I do know that at least for me uh, the Razer Phone 2's dongle is one of the best DACs that I've had as far as it has a built-in uh, audio processor inside. So for me, if I had to kind of do a comparison, uh, you'd, I would love to use that dongle with other devices. And it has a widespread compatibility. Uh, the first version of the Pixel line of dongles, when they did first ditch the headphone jack, that was also a very good DAC. Uh, has a sorry audio uh, audio interface for, for your smartphones. But um, unfortunately, it's hard to tell which one is which. And I kind of lost mine, so I don't know where it is. Um, the Exynos 990 versus the Kirin 980. Uh, it's a little bit of a harder uh, experiment there. I would probably say the uh, Exynos would maybe fare out a little bit better, although in my experience, I've used the Kirin 980 a lot more than the uh, Exynos 990, and I think overall it was a much better processor. Uh, it performed quite well. It was uh, also one of their first 7 nanometer chipsets when they first started implementing it on the, on the Huawei, on the high silicon uh, chipset that they have. Um, I think the only limitation we had with the Kirin 990 or 980 was the fact of the video codec for the front-facing cameras, so where I think the Exynos did a little bit better with Samsung's built-in chipset. So it depends on which device you're getting it on. I think that's the better way to look at it. Uh... Oh, Ganesh B, congratulations on your wedding as well. Yes, congrats, man. I'm sorry I missed that. Uh, I, I know Matt uh, Fat, Fat Produce is coming up pretty soon, hopefully. Uh, Meizu 17 just announced yesterday, but they're, they, 
oh they lost their uniqueness yeah i think that was the main thing i remember Maisie's always been kind of like the i don't want to say flagship killer but it was always that you know uh budget price point uh, or actually a good price point with for a really good unique tech so definitely appreciate it there uh mr viking planning to get the 8 pro uh but hearing about the issues regarding the screen please reply to this uh can it be re uh, rectified through software update uh, i live in india starting sale here is on may 11th um so i can say this much for the people that have had issues they fixed it by playing around with the dc dimming function on the display and not everybody's having the same issue uh, my concern would be is this if oneplus recognizes the fact that they're obviously going to be pushing out software update to this uh, and there's a good chance that they're able to basically push out that software hopefully soon uh, i personally would say is as long as you're able to exchange the device if you do end up noticing the the, the issue and not everybody's experiencing the same problem the two issues that the most people were experiencing are the color shift there's a green tint on the display and then the other one was the black crushed the, the color uh, the dark uh, colors on the display looked like they were just not very clean they look very low quality i guess um play with the dc dimming function that should fix it and i think because of that that kind of indicates that is this something that they can fix via, via software i think it's mostly just tuning but it is not uh, affecting every single device so uh, make sure you pick it up from a place you're able to exchange in case there is an issue uh so uh matt matt tyler called it and i'm gonna i actually i do have to kind of side with matt on this one because he's used the uh the exynos chipset more than i have um at least within the last couple of generations the exynos chipset sadly have have have, have lost some of their um lackluster i think just best way to say it. they don't perform bad it just when they compare it to the exit to the snapdragon variant they're definitely a snapdragon is working much much better and goron of course uh uh, yeah, Goran's vo voicing as well, uh, same thing as well there. So, uh, Sabaho, Sabaho, Ellen, welcome. Uh, let me double check here. Oh, so here's another question from Aditya. How does Samsung ma uh, manage to mess up optimization on their own Exynos line of processor? Uh, is it a software issue or is it the Exynos chipset manufacturing in a less efficient manner? Um, it's a little bit hard to tell. I think it's mostly on the hardware side than it is on the software. I don't think it's a software thing because if you think of it as the the experience that you're getting there, it comes along on multiple versions of the Exynos versions of this device. Uh, so I, at the end of the day, I feel like I think the focus, if, if, if there's not much as far as a big difference as far as the software, we're pretty much they're the same, the One UI software. I feel like uh, they needed to basically start maybe focusing on improving the Exynos chipset or at least just dumping it entirely and going straight to Snapdragon on everything. But I'm not sure if it's something to do also with the fact that you know this is their their in-house brand processor. I think they need to put in more work into uh, updating it. But I think uh, on the hardware side, that's where the general performance issues. It should perform the same. In theory, they're roughly very close uh, as far as performance. But it, you know, again, uh, I'm not sure what's been going on for the last couple of years. And I I hope they do definitely focus on that in the next iteration when the 875 comes out. I I don't have a straight answer as far as the specifics. I can tell you though that a Note 10 with the Snapdragon does outperform a Note 10 with the Exynos processor. So that tells you that it's not the hardware uh, as far as the uh, uh, the the, uh, the phone. Well, sorry, it's not the software on it. It's the hardware. Odin. Um, so uh, PUBG, mostly for me, for uh, mobile. Uh, Fortnite is the one I play uh, on PC and mobile. So for me, PUBG is mostly mobile. I think it's, it's great as far as, and of course, Call of Duty, and of course, uh, so just mostly main shooting games. Uh, but for me, PUBG, uh, I, I focus mostly on mobile because I just have access to so many phones. So I always love to see how the experience goes in. Um, for me, I want to be able to play PUBG at 90. So the, the one thing that they did announce back at the, at, uh, at, um, 
I think the Qualcomm Summit last year was that they were going to be optimizing the Snapdragon 865 to give us that 90 hertz refresh rate version of PUBG Mobile. So I'm waiting for that to actually come out on a phone. Haven't seen it. 60 frames per second is the most I've been able to get. So uh, yeah, pretty much mobile only. Uh, yes. Yes, definitely much less effective architecture. This is something that they need to fix and, and work forward on. Uh, here, let's see this one. So uh, when will always on display come to the OnePlus 8 Pro? I think it's pretty much going to be part of Android 11. So as I think when the first beta of Android 11 comes out for Pixel devices, and that's when generally when OnePlus will release their first alpha or their first build for Android uh, 11, hopefully we'll be able to start seeing some implementation there. It's something that they, so OnePlus's main concern obviously was always battery optimizations to be able to save battery. But I can tell you that right now, right out of the box, if the Xiaomi Mi 10 can do always on display, the OnePlus 8 needs to be able to do it and the 8 Pro. There's no question that we should have been able to do this ever since we've gone to OLED panels. There's no question that there's not that big of a battery draw. But I feel like this is something that where we've, where we've always asked for wireless uh, charging. Now we finally have it. I think that's going to be something that we'll see hopefully in the next version. Isn't Android a lever? Well, okay. So, uh, so Goran's asking question is, is Android 11 out? No, no. Android 11 is actually uh, purely in alpha right now. So there are still developer previews. They're not actually available. Uh, it's Android 10 that's out. So everybody's running Android 10. Android 11 is going to be coming out soon. Uh, and it's still in dev developer preview four, if I'm not mistaken, a couple of days ago. And then the first beta should be coming out at the end of the month. Um, OnePlus doesn't have uh, always on, uh, always on, and Pixel uh, don't have screen record toggles. <laughs> Simple things that should have been fixed years ago, or should have been had years ago. Uh, I I agree, Matt. Matt Matt's point of reference again: uh, built-in screen recorders should be native. There, there's no reason for us not to have it. Um, and I say this: uh, I mean, even the TCL 10L and the 10 Pro, the 10L at 250 has a built-in screen recorder. That's just to say that. Uh, so yeah, I agree. I'm with you, Matt. Um, uh, the Tinder uh, here. So Sony IMX586 found on the Redmi 7 Pro for $200 uh, to the OnePlus 8, $700. What's the difference? I, it's processing. It's the software. It's what makes these pro these these sensors uh, perform the best. And, and I say that because uh, 2019 was basically the year of the 48 megapixel sensor. Everybody and their mom was using the same sensor, but you had different experiences with that sensor with different devices. So it's always going to come down to processing. That's why uh, OnePlus, not OnePlus, sorry, uh, Google's able to perform with a 12 megapixel sensor uh, and provide us better pictures than even some of the devices that have had a 48 megapixel sensor. So it's always going to come down to software and support and, of course, uh, improvements, not just supporting it out of the box, but are they going to fine tune it and update it as time goes on? Um, so here, is the OnePlus 8 camera uh, better better than the 7T Pro uh, or is it the same? I think it's very close to the 7T Pro's experience. I think if you're comfortable, if you're if you're trying to put them one in one, the only difference obviously is that the 7T Pro had a telephoto lens where the, uh, the 8 does not. They actually opted for a macro lens. So something to keep in mind. So they went standard wide and macro where we had the standard wide and telephoto. So uh, I think... The 7 Pro, the 7T Pro, I think would still probably still perform a little bit better, uh, actually much better than, uh, especially if you get it with a higher RAM uh, capacity than the 7, uh, than the 8 at this point. Uh, open, do you still do you still use your OnePlus, uh, your S20 Ultra, or you're only on the on, on the two? Uh, best way to answer that question, uh, I use both, primary, primary, secondary. 
That's usually how it is. And if I uh, if I'm not using my OnePlus Eight Pro, and when I switch over to other devices, it's mostly just for testing. So, but yeah, for the most part, that's generally how I keep it. Uh, it generally two devices at the very least. Uh, so here, so Josh Arma says, do you think that the TCL Ten Pro should have gotten a faster CPU like the Snapdragon Snapdragon Seven Sixty Five? Um, so let me from from a, from a wishlist point of reference. When I first saw the the devices, we didn't really know the processors. Um, actually, at the time, I thought it was going to be a, uh, a MediaTek processor, which is not a problem. I think the uh, the the new MediaTek chipsets are going to be strong. Um, I think from a standard of overall, they are releasing the the, the five G model with the seven sixty five. I feel like the Pro should have probably received the same chipset. Uh, nothing's wrong with the six seventy five, and I think it's definitely a a, a good balanced chipset for what you needed to do uh, and it is uh, definitely better than the 665 and i would say that by by just referencing pubg since somebody was talking about it before uh, it definitely supports better graphics and a higher resolution with it uh, as opposed to the 665 so um 765 would have been better i think that should have been would have been my recommendation if they, somebody asked me when they were designing the uh, the 10 pro series uh, mostly because of the also the pro moniker, uh, I feel like the the seven the ten five G having a faster processor than the ten Pro throws off the titles. But again, in the market that they're being released, the ten Pro and the ten L, we're not going to have the five G. So the seven sixty five, uh, sorry, the seven the six seventy five is definitely a good enough processor. But I would have wished to have to have the uh, the seven sixty five for sure. Uh, if I had to pick between the two, uh, between the Mi ten the S twenty. Um, right now, so for the U.S. market, I probably would say the S20, mostly for 5G support. Uh, international market, I probably would go with the, uh, I, I, yeah, I would definitely go with that one. I would go with the, the Mi 10. I think the Mi 10 is definitely a very strong contender. Uh, not that I don't like Samsung devices and the kitchen sink process that they do, where they give you all these features, but I think Xiaomi is definitely doing really, really good on that one. Um, sorry. Okay, so here, random question. So I had a problem with my MacBook Pro 13 version, uh, trading it in for an iPad and the only device. Any recommendation for someone that wants to work uh, in the school district? Uh, so you're having problems with a MacBook Book 13 and I'm trading in for an iPad. Um, I think I think for most of the functionalities that you're looking for, especially for the school, things that the iPad is going to work much better for you, and it should be able to support almost all your applications. Is it a better replacement for the MacBook Pro 13? Not not exactly, because just mostly of overall uh, functionality. Uh, you're you're going to obviously be buying the iPad if you're going to get the higher end model iPad as well as the keyboard to kind of replicate the function. I feel like it's more of, a, there's also the screen real, real estate. This is smaller. You're losing about three inches in the screen real estate. Um, the cameras, obviously, depending if your preference is going to be there, there's going to be that mixed experience. I think the iPad can do everything you needed. Uh, it's just you need to adapt to using it, where I feel like a, a full-fledged, maybe a MacBook Air, maybe would work a little bit better. So that would be maybe a better uh, suitability. It's cheaper, and you're able to find actually maybe a second-gen MacBook Air that would be roughly about the price of what your uh, iPad Pro would be if you're looking at the iPad Pro, because you didn't specify which model. Hopefully that answers that. Uh, and, oh, man, <laughs> Matt Tyler with a, with, a, with a super chat. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, Matt's a big supporter of the channel. I'm a big, big fan of his as well. Uh, so yeah, definitely appreciate it. And uh, again, make sure you guys check out his live stream tomorrow. Uh, him, so it's going to be uh, Matt and Sam over on Twitch. They're going to be live streaming with Al Jefe Reviews as their guest. And uh, just expect a chill back, relaxed, um, not you know, basically fun and games kind of just hang out with friends um, over on the uh, on their stream. So uh, make sure if you follow me on on uh, on Twitter, I'll make sure to uh, re, you know retweet them when the when the post goes up. Oh man, definitely. Um, 
So what would you recommend? Uh, again, it really depends. I, I think a lot of people are are wondering the comparison between the Mi 10 and the OnePlus 8. I think it comes down to the usability of what you're looking for. The Mi 10 definitely does have a better optics. It does go with a higher megapixel, 108 megapixel sensor. It does record at 8K. Um, and you obviously have, uh, you're going to be getting the Mi UI 12. So there's a lot of things going on for both of them. Both are 1080p, 90 hertz displays. So from that usability, you're definitely going to enjoy it. Um, let's jump over. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Always, always, definitely. TKR Bay. Ah, man. Juan Carlos is going to be claiming copyright on this one. Uh, Sarvesh, if you don't mind uh, not posting the same question over and over and over. Uh, and <laughs> I don't I don't try to skip questions. I'm trying to hit everybody, uh, and, you know, answer everybody. When you're using the wireless bullet Z with the OnePlus device, can you expect no latency while playing PUBG? Uh, from a user experience, you're not going to notice it. That's it's not not there. It's there is no zero latency on Bluetooth. There's not there's no question there. That's why they always say low latency or very low very low latency. It's very minimal that it's not noticeable. That's the best way to describe it. Um, and I played games for 45 minutes using them. Did not notice. I, I it feels like you're playing a game with wired headphones. That's the way it is. Um, is it? specific to uh if you're playing a game that specifically plays on the beat uh, i haven't had a chance to check it out with uh with thumper on that one yet but i think overall playing it with PUBG, i think was very very happy there's no there's definitely no no issues there uh so yeah so it is ipress ipad pro or the surface pro x um also an option so the pro surface pro x is running an atom based processor so you're limitation there is the compatibility with applications um, windows on arm is not 100 percent compatible yet with everything that's been working which basically can support it but with standard windows so there's always that compatibility if you're looking for more of that I, I, so what it sounds like is you're looking for more of that flexibility being able to jump between desktop experience and then jumping over to a tablet experience um, I think the uh, the Surface Pro X is definitely a really good contender. I had a chance to to play with it last year at the at when they announced it, um, and it is running some of the latest chipsets. And if you have Verizon, it's going to work really really fast for you as far as mobile connectivity. So uh, I like it, and I think it's definitely one of the better ones available on the market right now. And oh, oh man, okay, no, thank you, Gary. Uh, Gary with a super chat as well. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you very much for the support. And I'm really happy that both you and all everybody that's in the live stream right now that is able to join us. Uh, I know we're kind of pushing around the two, two hour mark, uh, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, both you, Matt, uh, everybody, uh, Andrew, you know, obviously everybody that's in the live chat as well. Um, <laughs> yes, Gary, definitely for sure, man. I appreciate it. You guys are making me blush. When this is going to turn out into uh, one of those uh, Juan Carlos, uh, you know, shows where he's just trying to see how how much can you get the guy to blush. I appreciate that, no man. Yeah, Gary's definitely our man. Appreciate it, Goran. Always, always, Matt Tyler, always, man. So, uh, yeah, always. One, the all of our powers unite. Uh, did I get a chance to check out the Pixel 4a battery size? Uh, I did check it out. I saw the specs, that, or at least the spec links that we saw, and I also saw the post that we that uh, they posted over on XDA. Um, it's a little bit hard to tell with anything that's being used pre-production. So yes, uh, comparison as far as battery size, Pixels have never been known to have massive batteries. I think that was, there were some people that did comment on the original Pixel 4 having problems. Uh, keep in mind, the Pixel 4a will have, uh, overall battery life will be, 
actually better than what you can expect from a regular Pixel because of the chipset that they're using. I can't vouch for the Pixel 4a that's going to feature the 5G with the 765, mostly because I haven't seen many devices with the 765 5G yet in the US. Definitely. So hopefully that answers that question there. Um, first time on the chat. Yeah, just in the welcome. Oh, nighttime, 1 a.m. here, man. <laughs> I'm happy that you're you're up. I, I so that that I always wondered uh, the, the the timing difference. Here. Yeah, so you have people that it's late in the evening, some people that it's really middle of the night, and I appreciate them joining us here. And of course, me like I start the chat by saying sabaho, which is you know good morning. Uh, so it's roughly noon for me here. So you're roughly about yeah 13 hours ahead of me. Um, here, uh, let me double check here. One plus Z bullets. Uh, are they the best? Okay, so the OnePlus Z bullets, are they the best or not? Uh, Benny, the straight answer is they're a $50 pair of headphones. Are they the best headphones on the market? No. Are they good headphones for 50 bucks? Yes. Um, are they bass heavy? No. They have a just good amount of bass to kind of give you that experience, but not very bass heavy. So the tuning on them is not very high. Uh, they don't support Aptex HD. They're supporting mostly um, uh, AAC HD. So I think just I would say tailor the experience for 50 bucks and you'll, be, you'll definitely enjoy it. Hopefully that answers your question. Um, Anthony David, uh, which is the best uh, when compared to the Realme Bullets Wireless and the OnePlus Bullets Wireless Z? Which one perform a good quality sound? Um, I haven't had a chance to check out the Realme Bullets yet. Uh, I saw, I had a friend of mine that did purchase them. And from what I remember, I, th I take that back. Those were those Xiaomi, uh, sorry, they were the Xiaomi uh, wireless headsets last year. Uh, they, they did perform well. If you want to compare the Bullets Wireless Z to, um, <laughs> sorry, I know we're getting a lot of notifications on my phone quality. I think the Bullets Wireless Z again for the price point, it's hard to to, to beat. Uh, in depending on the market that you're in, you're getting you're able to get them as low as twenty five, all the way up to fifty bucks. And I think we need to just tailor the experience there. They sound good, they're just not bass heavy, definitely. Uh, oh man, um, hopefully, siente, siente, oh, siente, siente. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> Two little kids and a librarian for a school and no need for it to be flexible. Yeah, no, I, I I hear you. It depends on the budget that you're in and the budget it depends on what you're looking for. But I appreciate it. The super chat. Again, everybody's, <laughs> you guys are just killing me today. Oh, man. Um, so, okay. So let's see if we can find your question real quick. Because it here we are. Nope, not there. Here, I think this is it. The motion graphics smoothness on the OnePlus 8 Pro make any difference, or is it a gimmick? Um, I so for me, I've been I've had that I've had that toggle turned on the whole time. It, overall, I think for me, I only notice it whenever there's high action, so high moving, and depending also if the video that we, uh, that we're watching there is a 1080p, a 720p. It's trying to basically um, it's it's basically SD uh, HDR upscaling. It's trying to up, uh, upscale the video to make it run smoother on when you're running 120 hertz. That's literally the best way to describe it. Uh, they have the exact same thing running on the OnePlus 8 that's doing it from 60 to 90 frames per second. Uh, I think overall, if you don't use it and you don't turn on, obviously, the video enhancement, you may not notice it, but you may notice, obviously, a better experience with it on. Uh, is it something that you should definitely appreciate? Yeah, definitely. I think it's definitely one of the better options available for OnePlus devices. Sorry I missed that question, but uh, as you can imagine, the, the ticker on the live stream keeps going. Uh, double check here. Pfeiffer, Bernie here. So Benny's here. OnePlus Z for... Yeah. Uh, I think for playing PUBG, I think they're one of the better options. Yeah, 
for the price point, definitely can't really beat them. It's low latency. Make sure you turn on fanatic mode and you're definitely going to enjoy it, especially if you're playing playing it on a OnePlus device. That's the other thing. Um, these headphones are going to perform best on a OnePlus device. They're not going to perform bad on other devices, but they perform best on a OnePlus. And if you don't have a OnePlus, it's a little bit harder. So just be keep that in mind when you're looking at it, of course. Uh, next one. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate the super super chat, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I, um, yeah, I, I'm very thankful to everybody that's not only just present in the chat, but also donating. I appreciate it. Uh, and I'm really, really happy to have everybody here. And I'm, I'm trying as much as possible to answer everybody's questions. If not, 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 a, you know, and hopefully I'm not missing you. And if I do, please repost it. I'll try to get you guys right away. Um, Omar, ahlan, ahlan, Ramadan Mubarak, Tari, ahlan, Mubarak, Alek, inshallah, come in. Uh, to everybody that you know that celebrates and obviously uh, is fasting, uh, as you can imagine, I am fasting in the middle of the day. Otherwise, I think if you remember from previous live streams, I usually drink water in the middle. Uh, but yeah, definitely there. And uh, <laughs> Matt Tyler leveling it up another ten pounds. Oh man, thank you, thank you very much, man. Uh, <laughs> this smile is not going to go off my face. Um, I appreciate it, guys. Definitely uh, just leveled up. Yeah, definitely. Matt Tyler kicking it to the next level uh, with another super chat. I appreciate it for all of you guys. And it, not only just being here, but of course, uh, supporting it, the community around Juan Carlos, uh, as well as myself. And I hope you guys are obviously enjoying the content. And of course, uh, uh, staying, in, you know, staying, I'd say, happy and trying to find things to help you kind of uh, adjust to the staying at home things that we're, we're all basically doing during this situation right now. Uh, but if Appreciate it definitely very much from you, Matt. And again, make sure you check out his live stream tomorrow. Every time I get a super chat from Matt, I'm going to plug that thing in. Again, uh, cannot say enough good things about the uh, about the actual show. And uh, Josh, if you're watching this later on, uh, definitely check it out and see if you can join the guys. Uh, definitely a great bunch of uh, bunch of guys. Sam and, and Matt, um, Sunday tomorrow afternoon. Make sure to check it out. Uh, and I'll basically be retweeting it tomorrow afternoon over on Twitter if you don't follow me there. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, man. Thank you, Benny. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad to be able to answer uh, as many questions as I can for you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Matt, Matt Goran's like, yeah, no, Matt is surpassing himself. He's he's taking it to the next level, man. I think he just wants me to turn red, like seriously, red, red. He wants me to turn uh, the color of the uh, the box that's right there, eh, right there, that red. I'm not even going to try. Um, but yeah. So uh, question here, do you have a Patreon? Can we subscribe to it? Um, you know what's weird thing is I do have a Patreon, but I never set it up outside of just basically uh, the way it's just having an account. Um, but I, I probably will have something at some point to try to basically just try to build something a little bit more as well. If feature as, as much as I think what uh, Juan Carlos does on his channel as well. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. You guys are seriously serious. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Marilyn, I appreciate it. Thank you very much with the super chat. Oh man, I appreciate everybody here. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it a lot, all a lot. Definitely very good. And Marilyn, I, again, welcome back to the chat. I, I appreciate you joining us again, and uh, hopefully you're doing well. Uh, and then uh, Sairan Sandeep, oh man, with the forty rupees, I appreciate it. Super sticker, appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. And uh, of course, uh, the knockout, of course, is Almad. Keep it up, good work. We appreciate the content always always appreciate you being here and 
honestly, if you guys weren't coming back and chatting with me and asking questions for the last uh, weeks and months, and obviously that we've been doing the live stream, I, I wouldn't have anything to look forward to, honestly, on Saturday, just kind of hang out with some with, with you guys, just hang out with buddies and answering and talking and, and, and featuring tech, obviously, which is the big thing that I always want to do. So appreciate it. Uh, thank you very, very much, Omar, and uh, to everybody, to, uh, to Sam, uh, to Sai, and Marilyn, and Matt, and and, and Gary, and just, <laughs> it is definitely humbling on the amount of love that is out there, and uh, the amount of appreciation, and it uh, it does make me choke a little bit. This is, like, very, uh, very serious for me. I appreciate it, definitely. Very, uh, uh, very much. So, uh Appreciate it. Always, always appreciate it. Sorry. Didn't, I wasn't expecting to choke up. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a tough time on a lot of us, obviously. It's not just, you know, uh, me, you, everybody, everybody's dealing with things. And um, like I said, I really look forward to hanging out with you every Saturday. It's, it's seriously, that's, that's how it feels. It's hanging out with buddies and hanging out with friends and asking, asking, asking questions, answering questions. Uh, and, and of course, just seeing how you guys are doing and just, uh, hopefully in any way, shape or form, bring a smile to your face. Cause that's my goal. And just give you a, just a small amount of time to just hang out and not have to worry about anything else. Definitely. Oh man. Super. <laughs> always, always Aditya. Uh, I appreciate everybody here. And, and I am always, always humbled by everything and everything that you guys have done, not only just done and the continued support that you guys have, uh, man. Yes. So if you guys would like to check it out, make sure to check out Sam 34 kilometers, <laughs> Sam 34 kilometers on Twitch. Uh, so he's, that's the channel. It'll be live tomorrow in the afternoon. Uh, the stream will be on, on Twitch as well. Thanks. Oh yeah, man. Always. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, uh, Real quick, let's catch Goron's last, uh, hopefully, comment. I want to be able to try to wrap it up. I realize I'm gone at the two hours and 10 minutes. Time flies whenever we're hanging out, and it's that's how quickly things are. I, I honestly felt like it, we barely hit the, the start button at 10 a.m. Um, were you uh, one of the reasons you bought into the HTC 10, the Best Buy uh, in smartphone? Uh, would uh, sorry, TK, uh, you were one of the few reasons that I bought the HTC 10, uh, the Best Buy smartphone I've ever made back at the, during the HTC uh, with it. Really enjoyed that phone, and I. Honestly, it's one of those devices that you have to kind of try to appreciate uh, from the form factor, the metal feel on the back of it, the front-facing speakers with the boom sound. Uh, it was so many things that they did right with that device. HTC really, I really felt like they did somewhat hit a peak at that level, and they've kind of tried to capture that its essence ever, ever since they've kind of been able to kind of go through and release devices. So yeah, definitely. I still have my, uh, I, I love my M7. I love my M10. And I think I have uh, somewhere over here an M10, not not in that nice color that you have on your thumb uh, on your uh, thumbnail, but definitely a really nice color. I appreciate that. It's not that uh, DTS. Uh, just it, it was more about um, like you know when something hits you and it hits you in a strong way, but you didn't see it coming. It that it it went there. It went there for me today, and I don't know how and where, it, but I. It's just you. You guys, you know, you you guys are able to connect with me on a on a very different level than obviously other people, and so and we we talk every week. So for me, that's that's a big thing for me. It's always a big thing. So I appreciate that. Uh, love from India. Take care. Definitely, I appreciate it. Yes, I'm realizing it's really really late. Uh, I do. Sarah, yeah, Gary, I I hear you. I so Gary saying is rest in peace. Uh, HTC. I 
Yeah, it's it's hard. For the most part, I think we almost not we don't even hear about it. And I think at least if there's anything, I'm I'm appreciating the fact that LG is trying and keep trying to kind of stay in the market. Um, and as you guys saw with the specifications that we saw with the LG Velvet, confirming what we saw, um, we'll have to see how that works. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll have a more of a, sorry an international release on that one. We'll have to see where it's coming from, where it's going to be released. It's. It, you have to appreciate where you are. Obviously, I mean, if you if you think about it, we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be where I am without the support of the uh, of you guys, without support of everybody that watches the videos on the channel. It, it is a community based level. It always is, and it will always will be that. And if you once you forget that, and once you move on to the point where you're like, you know, I just depend on it, you're you're obviously not connected with it. This is not obviously enjoyable. I do this because I enjoy it, and to me. Uh, I, and I've said this, I think, on, on the show with Sam and Matt. This is actually a, uh, it's more of a hobby for me. And I've always liked to keep it as a hobby, mostly because I don't want it to ever feel like a job because it's so much fun. That's how I like to keep it. So that's the best way to look at it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Exynos version of the Samsung Galaxy flagship? I uh, personally, if if Matt, and I'm sure Matt will jump into this with me as well, uh, Matt will probably say the same thing. I feel like they need to start moving, either either shape it up with it, meaning bring up uh, the architecture to be as competitive uh, to the Snapdragon variant, or switch over to Snapdragon with every device. I think that's going to be the better way because they're not saving on the dollars. It's not like it's cheaper with the Exynos. They're still charging the same amount. So for me, if you're going to charge for the same amount, give us a better experience. And I feel like right now, Snapdragon is where it's at. Uh, I still have my ancient HTC M8. That is a classic. Good little, definitely. Yes, no, the the M, so M7, M8, uh, and then M9. I think the M10, I think where it went a little bit better. Uh, I think they're all very, very solid performance. Uh, performers and definitely yeah it's, it is definitely on a smaller form factor uh from a from a phone size at least from what we now expect as a standard phone but yeah i, I really like that one i really like it as well uh, thank you marilyn for that comment of course uh hope you don't forget uh after one million subs honestly I, I i can never imagine that that's part of partially why i do the live streams it's so that i'm able to connect with everybody and that's it's always going to be that way and like i said as long as the community grows and we're able to keep it civil and we're able to talk about different ecosystems different devices android ios iphone at the end of the day we're all appreciating tech that's really what it is we're here to basically see what's available what's the competition providing for us and of course weighing in the pros and cons of what what this is going to be offering us as far as actually the experience so appreciate it definitely uh the m8 the beautiful m8 htc is crazy not doing the m7 with an m8 2020 man if there's a way to, of 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 putting a little bit of a like a, a hopefully a hint into the future i hope to see like an m7 or an m8 with 2020 and 2020 with maybe the snapdragon 855 if even if they want to just jump in with the like at the end of the year with the snapdragon 865 i think that'll be really nice uh, but don't bring that camera definitely update the optics that was the one thing that the the pixel i think the if i remember correctly the cameras on them that was around the time when they were trying to give us bigger pixels even though they were running uh, smaller uh, megapixel cameras but i think the cameras i definitely will appreciate some of the newer tech that we have on the market now uh oh ronaldo de leon uh so i've been watching your channel for some for, for many many years now and i've always loved the content always uh, bringing us uh to the viewers appreciated uh there have been many many phones and i've been <laughs> because of you 
uh, believe it or not, I've paid a lot because of me too. I, I, not everything I get into the house, uh, uh, you probably are aware. It's not everything that I bring into the actual on the channel is uh, that is uh, basically uh, so it's sent to me as a review. Some of them are loaners, but like you know, a lot of devices that I actually have to pick up, I do need to buy and sell right away. That's just part of the nature. But if I'm able to bring you a device experience that is uh, better and improves your experience with your tech, I hope that that's what happened, and I, that's the goal of the, the actual channel, of course. Um, <sighs> The mid the mid ranger uh, the mid rangers and HTC could beat other brand flagships for in these days. I think Motorola's very much so. Yes, if if HTC focuses kind of like what Motorola did for for about a year or so, where they basically focus on providing you a great mid range uh, experience, and maybe then in the future coming back, that's something that you can also uh, kind of keep in mind that, that they could play there if they want to be able to, you know, not necessarily that don't focus on being a flagship. But do what you're doing and do it well and build the community around you that you had. HTC had a strong community built around it at the beginning. And I think they just, uh, the focus kind of shifted. And I'm not sure why they kind of lost that that, that glamour, the, the olden days, I guess, of the HTC devices, of course. Oh, yeah. The mid-rangers uh, like the Moto, uh, like Moto have a solid future. Uh, hands down, yeah. I mean, the, the Moto Edge that just came out is definitely an interesting uh, concept for them to go in at $1,000. But I think mid-range Moto devices are great. Verizon's been doing great with them. Uh, long battery life. They had the Moto mods with the Z-Line of devices. And of course, you know, obviously, we'll see how the future kind of comes in. Um, any flat screened uh, flag, uh, flagships other than the S20S uh, and the iPhones? Um, right now, I, I feel like flat screens are going to be kind of close to that whole, what we get with the uh, three and a half millimeter headphone jack. You're going to get that experience. Um, flagships for the most part are trying to make it unique in design. And I think that's, the, that's the big thing. A lot of them are actually going into curvature. They're not doing as, as curved of a display, but sadly, I feel like finding a good flagship with a flat display is a little bit hard at these days. I think everybody's doing curves. Sad, uh, not to say that it's sad. I like the design. But again, if you're looking for a flat display right now, like the only one that I have that I just received recently is the uh, the here the 10L, but that one is not a flat display. Uh, you are able to pick up other devices that have flat displays that are called necessarily gaming centric devices because they generally don't focus too much on the on the curvature. So for me, that would be here the Black Shark Three. That one has a Snapdragon 865, uh, 90 hertz, 1080p panel, and it runs. Uh, it should be running basically about 500 bucks, 550 bucks. So it shouldn't be too expensive as a device. So maybe that's a good uh, consideration for you if you're looking for something like that. Flagships, oh, the Sony Pixel. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. Okay, so. Um, I am going to have to actually start kind of wrapping it up mostly because I'm, I'm hitting two hours and 20 minutes. So I, I feel like somebody's, I, I felt like nobody actually said that we're doing a marathon because it feels like it's going, but um, I do want to say first and foremost, um, check out the two, two videos that, that, that I did there on, uh, on the channel this week. I did also actually uh, did a live stream on Amazon talking about the one plus eight going through all of the features there on Amazon live. So if you guys haven't, haven't had a chance to check it out, I'm also producing content there. Uh, but of course, uh, with everything going on, uh, hopefully with things kind of starting to change, we're starting to see some indications that maybe people are, you know, some places are opening up here in the U.S. Just stay safe. Um, take care of yourself. Be mindful of how things are going. And uh, hopefully at some point in the near future, things will start to go back to somewhat of a new normal. We'll have to see how that goes. I don't know really how things are going to be back to the way we used to be before, uh, but we'll have to basically see how things go. 
Uh, thank you very much for everybody that came into the live chat. Thank you for all the super chats. Thank you to everybody that stayed up with me really, really late in London and really, really, really late in India, uh, as well as everybody here in the US and of course other areas. And obviously the Middle East was also chiming in as well at the beginning as well. Um, have a good day, you know, be safe, you know, just take care. And just if you have any elderly family that you haven't had a chance to talk to, talk to them, call them, say hi. And uh, also last, and I'd always make sure to uh, make sure to make that recommendation. Take care of your ears, take care of your, uh, your, your audio health when you're listening to music with any kind of headphones, be it the OnePlus Bullet Z or anything else. Extended amount with loud sound or loud bass over time can damage your ears. And just I would say enjoy the content. And if you can pay a little bit more to get a better pair of headphones that gives you great audio, basically better for your ears, I definitely recommend doing that. I think it's always great for you. And uh, of course, thank you, Marilyn. Thank you, uh, you know, Matt. Thank you to uh, Gary. Thank you to Aditya. Uh, you, you know, all, all of them, all, all, everybody. Thank you very much. Of course, like and subscribe. I'll see you guys next Saturday with another episode of Saturday Morning with Tech. Uh, I am trying to work on bringing in a guest next week. So hopefully that works out and I'll let you guys know over on Twitter uh, if I'm successful. Uh, but other than that, take care, be safe, and I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> I don't know why I just did that hand thing, but I felt like I needed to do something. But uh, take care, you guys.